I guess you're over them. No big surprise, you let them down again. You did it all for an elevated view from the closet in your room. You did it all for you, and that's what I. Welcome to a brand new episode of Kellen's Petty Talk Show. For episode 31, I'm pleased to have bassist Kyle O'Neill from Michigan-based pop punk band Fireworks. Now, I'm not just bullshitting for the sake of this podcast, but this is literally one of my favorite bands. So it was a real treat to get to hang with Lord Kyle. If you like what you hear in this episode, please go check out his work in the band, look up his hilarious web series, The Gay Agenda, and be on the lookout for new music and comedy skits coming soon from this legendary dude. Don't be a stranger and follow Kyle on Instagram at Kyle O'Neill. If you enjoy what you hear, shoot us a follow on Instagram as well at Kellen's Petty Talk Show, where you can be up to date on all newly announced guests. Also, I wanted to give a quick shout out to my friend Alex Vincent, who was gracious enough to let me create a theme song in his amazing studio in sunny Clearwater, Florida, a few weeks back. This is the first episode I'm able to play it on, so I hope you all enjoy. As always, thanks for listening, and I hope this is the most punk rock podcast you hear all year. She's doing. I need all layers on me as I interview legends for thee. Grab your friends, your dog, and your fish. It's time to rip a new episode for the kids. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Kellen's Petty Talk Show. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Kellen's Petty Talk Show. So you're probably one of the last guests that I'm going to ask this, but how did you survive COVID and what did you do during quarantine? Ooh, well, it's getting, I'm honored to be one of the last guests to answer this because <laughs> it seems like it might be like kind We're of be, beginning to be over. Yeah. Oh. Um, how did I survive COVID? Um, I don't, <laughs> that's a tough question. Uh, I don't know if I did. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, I don't know. I, I was living with some good friends. I was living with Brett from fireworks when it all hit. And mm-hmm. so just being able to like go through it with him and his wife, who's also a good friend. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was, that was helpful. And then I, you know, I, I wrote a lot of music. I wrote a lot of 
comedy sketches I, all the things that i do i read a lot so watched oh, a lot yeah. of movies so stayed busy <laughs> yeah and i try to stay active too you know once they were like it's okay to be outside like i was like all right i'll go for a bike ride yes i'll go for bike ride but yeah well at the beginning it was like so weird because uh we didn't know what was happening <laughs> like it, it was like yeah. so apocalyptic like yeah it was weird in the beginning i couldn't even get toilet paper because people were hoarding it yeah and like yeah no one knew what it was what symptoms were or anything so yeah did you ever catch it not knowingly uh i mean okay like my both my roommates at the time definitely had it like yeah but it was before tests it was like the week that shutdown happened yeah but uh brett couldn't smell or uh taste for a week or something like that and he was like cooking for us and like we were just all hanging out so like i was definitely exposed to it if if i caught it i don't know because i didn't have any symptoms yeah um and then liz his wife was like coughing a bunch like so <laughs> i mean she could have had something else too but like you were I, like i, I gotta get coughing. out of here <laughs> yeah i actually so, but, i got it i got it on uh april 5th and it lasted for like 16 days it was it was pretty rough but april 5th of 2020 or this year <laughs> this year a couple this of years. year wow. i got it on my birthday Damn. Was that your birthday? Yeah. Oh shit. I didn't realize that. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that kind of sucked. But today I get my vaccine, literally like a couple hours after this podcast. So oh the second dose or first dose or one one and done? First dose, proper nice. dose. Yeah. Nice. Proper dose. Okay. Cool. <laughs> a punk reference. <laughs> yeah. Um, I get it. I'm from the scene. Yeah, you know. Um, I got Pfizer too. So I guess that's like the best in terms of side effects. Okay, cool. Yeah, I didn't have. I got the Johnson and Johnson, so be careful. But yeah, right. I <laughs> no, guess people, I, uh, some people I didn't have any side effects. effects. Yeah, and they they all seem. <laughs> they say they all work. So, so have you checked out any good movies lately? Um, probably. Uh, <laughs> I've I've watched so many movies over yeah. over the last year. Uh, you know, um, I kind of knew you were gonna ask this, and I didn't because i listened to a, <laughs> another episode and i don't have any solid answer i uh i was a big this was like you know obviously you know eight months ago probably but i yeah. i was a big fan of that palm springs movie that came out it was like oh that was fun yeah yeah i thought it was super fun and it was like kind of appropriate for the time yeah. um yeah i uh i watched a movie i watched sneakers recently okay which was have you seen that i think so which one was that again it's old like one, a, right? what's that? It's kind of old right now, right? Yeah, it's a early '90s, I believe. Yeah. But it was like Robert Redford and Dan Aykroyd and like a bunch of people. But uh, okay, it was it was like a kind of like a early computer hacking, like you know, heist type movie. Oh, okay. And it and it held up, so I was like, this is cool. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> but, we watch a bunch of shitty movies, so you don't gotta feel bad. <laughs> I don't. But, <laughs> I mean, I heard that's a great movie, but just in general. <laughs> yeah uh i'm trying yeah i've watched a lot of stuff and I, I can't like every time someone asks me like what have you been watching i'm like i freeze i don't i don't know <laughs> yeah because right? there's just been taking so much in mm-hmm. um watched a lot of shows so i started the Zack snyder movie army of the dead yesterday the one yeah. with like the zombies in vegas how is <laughs> it it's pretty silly i mean it's okay. like two and a half three hours long for no reason but how many zombie movies do you think you've seen in your lifetime oh my god <laughs> I mean, at least 30 or 40. There's so many yeah, of them. There's a lot of them out there. Yeah. 
pretty tired. Yeah, I pers- I personally watch Beavis and Butthead do America like every week. So <laughs> how does that hold up? <laughs> you no, know, it's still there. It's 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 comedy. Oh, that's pretty I much the greatest it, yeah. movie ever. Yeah. 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 I love Beavis and Butthead. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think your favorite release of 2020 would be for music? Hmm. Um. Besides what it would have been, higher lonely power. Yeah. 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 We, that uh, that got messed up a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, it's probably the Lawrence Arms Skeleton Coast. That's probably my most listened to record of nice. 2020. Um, I love it. Uh, also the Phoebe Bridgers record, Punisher. Yeah. Great. Yeah. I, I listen like to that a, a ton. Um, it's hard to even remember what came out now. Uh, I mean, everybody was writing and recording all all year. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. So. I can relate to that. I think, you know, I mean, there probably already has been because people have been able to like release art mm-hmm. throughout the thing, but I think there's going to be like a huge art explosion. Yeah. Like once people can like be around each other, like fully. So that's what I was thinking. I'm just like all this time that people have been bubbled up. There's so much to come out of it. I feel like, you know, especially in the next yeah. coming, coming months, like fall and winter are going to be crazy. Yeah. Probably mm-hmm. not just music and art and creative outlets, but like science and math and whatever. people oh, yeah. are into. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what got you interested in picking up the bass? Um, well, my band needed needed a bass player, <laughs> so yeah. uh, like I, I I was like 15 and I I was in a band like we started a band with some fr- friends and I was playing guitar, um, but uh, like we needed a bass player and I was like I can I can do that so <laughs> I, like I got a bass from the music store like around the corner from me growing up and uh yeah. then I just kind of stuck with it and I tried to get back in uh into playing guitar and I started like in high school I started at the later in high school I started another band while I was playing guitar um and then uh and then other bands would be like we need a bass player can you play bass for us and, <laughs> and I like I I this the band I was in with Dave from fireworks before fireworks, we were called half the battle. And yeah. like, it was kind of like they were a band from their high school or whatever. And then like, you know, slowly merged into what they became. And we, that was my first like touring band. Um, mm-hmm. But I like, they needed a member playing guitar and I like went and, uh, you know, jammed with them mm-hmm. and they're like, this is great, but you should play bass. And I was like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, like I'm been established. yeah and then and then uh their uh bass player at the time was a really good guitar player so he moved to guitar so and then it yeah and then dave replaced him later on and that's how i met dave <laughs> so that's, is that how is bass like a lot easier than guitar like people say or not really um i mean it's like less strings like less yeah. you know you don't have to remember all these chords and and stuff like that and like it's but it's like a whole it's a whole different yeah, it's a different way thing of playing. because it's like, yeah, and you have to like, you know, it's the rhythm yeah, section, so it's like a different, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, for punk rock stuff, it was, you know, yeah, it was easy. Perfect. <laughs> <So>. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one up is uh, some artists and albums that were key to you developing an interest in music growing up. Okay. Um, well, I was like, I was always into music. There was like. I don't know. It just always resonated with me. It was like always around my, you know, my dad was, you know, he was, you know, there for the beginning of like rock and roll. 
um but also he had you know appreciation for big band era and just like all all sorts mm-hmm. of music and same with my, my mom would you know she would always sing and um and play piano and stuff and and yeah other family members across the board so i was like always interested in music um and then like i you know at the early 90s i was like when i started to get into my own music you know yeah i was like like crisscross was like uh my uh my big thing that that was like the band that or group i was obsessed with sure. and and that, that went into um uh from there i went into like michael jackson which you know whatever but uh <laughs> i mean great music so i and that was kind of my journey but then uh when i was like 10 uh uh a friend of mine dubbed a cassette for me of dookie that had just come out yeah. by green day hell yeah and i was like okay this is this is my shit this is for me <laughs> uh yeah. and then like going from there i just was like like then i heard the term like punk rock and i was like mm-hmm. oh that's what green day is like that's what i'm into that's what i want to yeah that's what yeah I like. and and then so i like would uh go through their liner notes and be like oh what bands are they friends with like and i'll you know check those bands out and then what other punk bands do i need to hear and i got like the sex Pistols, ramones you know the you know yeah. quintessential the and then you know then i found the more underground stuff you know and then i like you know, there was like at the time there's a because of Green Day and like the offspring, like uh, that was also a big record smash. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a punk explosion, so like Rancid um was getting a lot of airplay in mainstream places, and same with yeah. Descendants. Like this, I, I remember seeing the Descendants on this like MTV show called Oddville that was like a variety show, mm-hmm. and I was like, that's that's for me, and like, <laughs> and then that was just kind of my journey. It was just like, and then Sky was getting huge, so like Real Big Fish, yeah. and and Hell, um, yeah. And then I found Lesson Jake, and I'm then and just, in the pit. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then it just kind of spiraled from there. And then, you know, once I got into high school, there's, um, uh, like the, I got into the Suicide Machines, which were from Detroit, which mm-hmm. was like, you know, huge influence on me. They, they, like to this day, they're like one of my favorite bands, and I think they're, mm-hmm. they're the best like ska band, they're the best punk band, and they're best hardcore band, <laughs> and they're like the only band that like kind of all did it. Yeah. Um, and so that was that was a huge influence and um and there was another band from that actually like went to my high school that was like three years older than me or so mm-hmm. um they were fr- seniors when i was a freshman but they were called um pt's revenge and i i was like i was like they were like a pop punk band but in the punk rock sense of like you know late 90s mm-hmm. yeah and i was like this band's so cool and they're they're like local so they're a huge like influence mm-hmm. on me and like the singer actually went on to do uh like he was singing for that band the teen idols and uh bolts to broadway he did a bunch of cool stuff mm-hmm. um hell yeah so yeah that's and then yeah so you then came I from a pretty slowly, good musical slowly. background with your family and friends then it sounds like so that's cool yeah mm-hmm. uh you played hockey growing up and were apparently pretty good <laughs> yeah I, uh, well that one's digging out the bone, the skeletons. <laughs> I, I like that. No, no. I, I mean, I love hockey. I still yeah. to, to this I day. I'm this morning, so. <laughs> yeah, he plays I'm, like every day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I haven't, I haven't played uh, since I moved to LA, really, um, yeah. because I was here for a couple months and then quarantine happened. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And like all my my hockey people are back home, but uh, mm-hmm. like I didn't. 
I, yeah, I, I grew up playing hockey. I loved it. Like, uh, yeah, I was, you know, we had a Livonia is the town that I grew up in and we had like a, a pretty big, um, hockey scene hockey league was like it was like we had enough to have like a bunch of teams within the city um so so that was yeah that was cool and yeah i'm still like during my during my like high school like punk years i kind of fell out of it and stopped playing because i was like too punk (laughs) but uh uh that's awesome then um like after after I stopped touring, like I think I dropped in a few times during like you know while I was touring bands and stuff. Mm-hmm. But after I stopped, after fireworks kind of um, called it a day for a minute, uh, mm-hmm. I like a friend invited me to play some roller hockey, and we mm-hmm. like basically had this roller hockey league where we meet up like once a week and play in this like you know court yeah. in this park or whatever. Oh, and awesome. it was it was awesome, and like it was all like you know you know punk like hardcore dudes yeah all like, people you kind of know and gear, yeah gear. and uh and then you know winter came and i was like hey like you know we could just transition to this ice we could yeah, buy some ice time. Some <laughs> yeah yeah and so we like we rented ice every week and um mm-hmm. you know it, it was cool because there was it was like no pressure like there's you know some of the people had never played ice before and we're just yeah. trying to learn how to <laughs> play ice and it was like kind of just fun and then it like the numbers kind of like slowly waned so we like kept inviting other people and they kept inviting other people and then it became this like super fast game that like some people can keep up with and it was just kind of not as fun but it was Mm -hmm. it was it was fun for me because i you know you know Mm -hmm. i like to be competitive but like you know it lost its spirit i guess but me and adam here actually grew up on the same street back in buffalo new york Oh, nice. And we we actually grew up. We we, we played a lot of hockey together, right? And like Auden Yeah, court. we played some hockey together out in the in the in the court street. at the yeah. in the street end of the street. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that was always fun. Yeah. Um, do you nice. think you yeah. could? Do you think you could uh, beat me in a game of mini sticks? Ooh. Uh, I mean, I'd like to try. <laughs> yeah, if it's full contact, yeah, I got some broad shoulders. Oh um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd like to try. I don't know. That was like that was the. Be- Thing that we did at like hockey tournaments like when yeah. the whole team would yeah. get like a hotel room and like yeah. in the hallway like i'm sure the staff hated us but we we're just always playing <laughs> so we would play in the lobby at like two in the morning every dude they would freak every single time yeah <laughs> get the ball uh, yeah, let, let, here in the lobby <laughs> yeah let's meet up and play some mini sticks let's All go right. did you did you play any other sports as a youngster or was music your primary focus um yeah it, it was like yeah, I played soccer for a little bit. Um, uh, um, uh, yeah, but music was like kind of my my focus. Like I'm like I don't remember if I I kind of remember a moment where like I was like I was like I'm gonna be a professional hockey player and in a touring band. <laughs> and, and my dad was like, maybe pick one. <laughs> <laughs> So you went with the with the better odds. Yeah, the better <laughs> odds. Uh, yeah, I was probably like twelve or something like that. But um, yeah, yeah, and like you know, I wasn't close to being like good enough to play like any like high competitive hockey. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I was twelve, so um, no good yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I was, yeah, I played, uh, uh, played soccer like when I was like a very youngster, like five or mm-hmm. something like that, because it was like. It was, um, you know, you use your feet, and I was I was born without fingers on my right hand, uh, mm-hmm. and so so, 
like that made sense to everyone that I play soccer because I only use my feet. Yeah. But I was like, but I was yeah, like, where's the fun in that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But then I, I got obsessed with uh, hockey because the Red Wings in Detroit yeah. were just well, like the time. massive. And like, I would go to games with my dad all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just naturally picked up a stick and I was like, oh, I can do this. Like I can, yeah. you know, uh, you know, I learned how to shoot and stick handle. And then I played street hockey like every day for, for a year i think there was like maybe i think in like 96 there was probably maybe like 18 days that i didn't play hockey wow uh, and then so my you know then my parents were like okay you can play ice and then yeah and then just kind of went from there that's cool mm-hmm. it was kind of the same thing with playing ba- like bass or guitar i just like it's not necessarily the instrument that you know mm-hmm. people thought i'd play or whatever uh but i just like i picked it up and i was like oh i can do this like mm-hmm. so you know, had- I found a way you had some really supportive parents too. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. They were always supportive in you know, <clears throat> endeavors. All right. We touched on this a little bit already, but um, we like to go back to how fireworks formed and then it, uh, what were some of the original goals you guys had as the, as a band. Um, fireworks formed because, um, well, uh, Dave, Dave and I were playing in the band half the battle that I mentioned earlier. Um, yeah. And I met him in the band actually, like, cause our guitar player quit. Um, and, uh, I, I was like, Oh, we should get this person, this person, like all friends of mine or whatever. And their drummer was like, no, we should get this like kid from the East side. He's like a ripper. And <laughs> I was like, all right, well, like, like he can come jam. And I, I, like, I'd known who he was. It was Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he was like, I don't, I want to say like 15 or 16 or something like that. And we were like, you know, in mm. our early or late teens, like you know, 18, 19. Yeah. And uh, like, he just came to like my parents' house where we practiced and like, I was like, okay, yeah, let's, <laughs> this is, he's sick. And then we just like him and I just hit it off and mm. we would hang out all the time. And, he, you know, he lived on the other side, on the East side of Detroit and we lived on the West side. So he would come and hang out with us all the time. And um and chris from fireworks uh was um uh he was he was in a band like a hardcore band that was like touring at the time um mm-hmm. called let it die and like so they were doing touring we were doing touring with our band just like diy type stuff mm-hmm. but like they kind of just both lost momentum and like both ended up doing like last shows like like let's call it a day but but simultaneously we had just been jamming because I, I think we were like me chris and dave were like at some show like in the parking lot of the show and we we're like we should start a, like a band <laughs> and and then so we started jamming and um and then we asked our friend tim to play drums and uh that was the original drummer of fireworks and then we like it, this was 2004 um and we we just like jammed for like a year writing songs um in my parents basement and uh and then we like recorded some demos um with uh um uh just like a a local guy and i i remember like recording like going in and recording it but like dave hadn't finished the vocals or whatever and then i went on um i went on tour this was like early 2005 I went on tour with this band from Pittsburgh um, called Voice in the Wire, and uh, I was doing merch for them. And 
I like I I was sent the or I, I think I was sent the demos like either at like and a stop at home or like right before that and I was like holy shit I can't I can't believe I'm a part of this this is awesome yeah um and then uh and then yeah we like kind of put demos on I don't know if it was MySpace or MV3 that kind of like one of the early the early sites and uh and then uh you know I'll like between between all of us we kind of like at least had like a, a fo- like a following in the, like the local Detroit scene, so we had like ears to listen to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and people, you know, people liked it. And then we like, you know, I, after like you know five months of uh, the songs being out there, we played a show. Yeah, and, and that was your first show. Yeah, in late two thousand five, mm-hmm. and um, uh, like uh. I know it was, we just booked it at a hall show like that that was kind of big in the time was like we would run out VFW halls and like book shows and we did that and then um it, we were a four piece at the time and Dave was playing guitar and singing and you know it probably you know looking back it probably wasn't that great it was probably really sloppy um <laughs> uh but uh then uh shortly after uh Brett who was like you know uh he's like he grew up with chris like they've known each other since i was 12 i've probably known them since around the same time uh and he, he was he was always in bands you know with us in our town and stuff like that and then dave was like oh we should get brett to play guitar too mm-hmm. and then then it was kind of cemented as the the original lineup and then mm-hmm. um the five of us kind of then we just started touring we we got on um we did a like a week-long run with this band from chicago called too sweet like it was just like diy midwest shows no one showed up like oh yeah. no <laughs> i mean it was it was awesome yeah, like some of those in my time <laughs> yeah it, it, it was awesome at the time i mean people were there like especially like like in our like in, they were from chicago we were from the you know yeah. detroit area yeah. so like those local shows had some people and then the mm-hmm. cleveland show was like our first like oh people out, outside of uh our hometown like us mm-hmm. yeah um but you know there's some playing the backyards in like indiana that you know yeah but it was like we just like hit it off with that band and um they became like really good friends and then uh and then we're like well we gotta let's make a go of this and we got on like uh, a friend of ours got us on a festival in um out in uh here in like california yeah and uh we just drove out from michigan to <laughs> to pomona and played this like festival and then we like booked you know a handful of shows on the way and then we just kind of it kept snowballing from there was it worth it the pomona one no <laughs> um i mean it, it it was like it was like a big festival it was like that bamboozle festival it was like the bamboozle oh, wow. left oh, um but it it was uh like it was not nearly as well as attended as like the new jersey one yeah um and i don't think they did it again after that but so there was like big names on it like, yeah, I think so, you know. Did, so uh, people came and watched you guys at least a little bit, right? Yeah, at least a little bit. But yeah. you know, it, you know, I don't know yeah, if it, <laughs> how much of a jump it had in us. And then, sure. um, but yeah. we did get to like, uh, we jumped. We got to play like we played a show in Fresno and like a garage, and that was like awesome. Like that yeah. was like people seemed to care and know our songs, which was like yeah. cool. Like we're so far from home, and then we got um to play uh 
we jumped on a show at Gilman Street in uh in mm-hmm. Berkeley. Yeah. And legendary like that was like a legendary venue for me. Yeah. Like you know, all yeah. my favorite bands came from where Green Day, Rancid, Green Day. F Ivy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry so far. And uh <laughs> so I was like, this is this is awesome. And the show was like like well attended. And I think that kind of just like cemented us as like, you know, yeah, a band that, you know, people could, you know, give a shit about. Mm-hmm. Did uh, people sing? Did people sing along with your band right away when you were going on those shows, or not? Not really. Right away. No, not really. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe the. I kind of remember the Fresno one. Maybe. Um, oh, a couple of people or something. That's yeah, there's you know people knew our stuff. Um, you know here and there. Right. Uh, uh, but we we just kept at it and like uh. I, I don't know what year it was. Probably around like. I think it was 2007 or whatever. Um, we uh, we were friends with um, that band, Set Your Goals. Yeah. Um, we we just kind of met them at a, a show in Detroit, and we were. It was actually kind of funny. We were like, went to go see them just because we heard their demo on you know mm-hmm. online. Yeah. And there was not many people at the show, but we were like, hanging out in the parking lot of the venue, and their singer Jordan came came out, and he's like, "Hey, like." a bunch of our equipment got stolen. Like, do you know anywhere we could get like some, you know, borrow some guitar gear? And we're like, oh, we have some around the corner. We'll go get (laughs) it. And and then we just like, it kind of became friends. And then another Mm -hmm. friend of mine actually joined the band unbeknownst to me. And so it was like kind of the connection there. But anyways, um, uh, we, uh, they had us open a show in Michigan and we were already going on tour with them like a month later yeah mm-hmm. um but we played this place called the myspace cafe what sounds <laughs> amazing yeah which sounds is very, we have more of these Forget yeah that. it was a very weird venue it was uh is it like a like, cyber cafe like what is it? it it was it started as like an internet cyber cafe that sure. but they would have bands play and yeah. and then like it was a small venue and it was like you know mm-hmm. kind of cool like it was a venue to play um and it was a good size but then they got like they moved out of that space and got this like huge like warehouse type space and it was like you know for most shows it was way too, big. too big um but for this show it was like it it fit pretty well because set your goals had a lot of hype at this point yeah. and uh and then we played uh and it was the first when people went nuts and it was like the first time i was like oh we're on to something like people like us yeah and um and then we went on tour with them shortly after and it kind of resonated in you know the cities that we played on the along the coast because mm-hmm. our ep was out at this point mm-hmm. um we are everywhere and yeah. and then uh like then we did like a little um you know kind of like diy you know run and we played in south florida at this place called the talent farm that was awesome and okay, okay. Uh, that like place. we were headlining the show and mm-hmm. like everyone was singing along and i was like okay like <laughs> So yeah, you're pretty idea. far from home there, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the band was originally called Bears. Who called it that? I don't really remember. It was, I mean, it was all of us. It was like it, it would <laughs> been me. It would been me. Um, me, Brett, or me, Chris, Tim, and Dave. Um, just probably like brainstorming or just kind of yeah. We know because what's we we have a bear. What's that? What's your favorite type of bear? Ooh. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm gonna have to say koala. Okay, <laughs> that's a good yeah. one. That was not what I would have would have pegged you. Yeah, for. but you know, 
you know, that's a North American bear. I don't know. <laughs> Brown bear, maybe. <laughs> uh, or polar. Polar is pretty yeah. cool. Talon's into panda bears. I like the bears that strip. <laughs> yeah, those, those are good. I've seen a few of those. Uh, yeah, I mean, all, you know, there's, I, I haven't really, you know, there's not a bear that I've seen that I'm like, yeah, I don't like that bear. So, <laughs> uh, that's fair. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't really remember where that came from. I think it was just kind of a yeah. thing that we just said. And then you saw then the turtles kinda... and the beetles and everything else. And you said, yeah, oh, short name is probably better. Right. If, and if there might've been another bears, that's might why we changed it to fireworks. Mm. Yeah. I think there was another bears. That would have been surprising. I feel like there might have been, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so who decided to change it to fireworks then, and why did you guys pick fireworks? Um, if if I remember correctly, uh, it was we were we decided to change the name. We decided we needed a name, so we were brainstorming a bunch of names, and uh, it was around I think the Fourth of July, and um, we kept like saying the title of that. Uh, American Nightmare song, fuck, fuck what fireworks stands for. Yeah. And then uh, we were, that was just kind of in our, you know, in the ether. Yeah. And then we're like, fireworks. And, we're yeah. like, and we were like, like we had yeah, always right. been fun, you know, having fun, like lighting off fireworks and stuff like that. So I think, yeah, that's, that's my recollection of it. Like someone else in the band might have a different one. Um, but that's, I mean, kinda, it worked. It I, worked. I, I remember being with Tim. Just enough. Yeah. Uh, you had a short stint with Run for Cover, who put out your first couple of releases, and then you guys signed with Triple Crown Records. Why the change, and how did it help the band grow? Um, well, uh, we yeah we so Jeff from Run for Cover, um, he messaged us, uh, um, like pretty early on, you know, from our demos being on whatever site they were on, um, yeah. And he had he had only put out like a few seven inches like for this is hell and sinking ship and maybe another, mm-hmm. and um, so then uh, he like he was like I want to I want to pay for this you know release I want to do a proper release and we we're like yeah and then we kind of had we had to have a meeting like as a band be like Jeff's like gonna put you know invest in us you know and so we have to like be a real band yeah we have to yeah. decide if this is it yeah and, and, and kind of in return i i feel that like it kind of forced him to be a real label too yeah um but uh so so we, we you know recorded the ep and put it out but um and then we we toured for uh you know for like almost like three years off of that and like we weren't like you know, the run for cover was growing, but they were nowhere near what they, you know, are now, which yeah. is incredible. Like how far they've, they've mm-hmm. come like, um, and so, yeah, we, then, um, kind of like, we were at, kind of on the radar of triple crown through, uh, hit the lights. Mm-hmm. And then our, our friend, uh, Brian from, uh, Detroit was in, uh, a band on triple crown called receiving in a science. So he kind of vouched for us. And, um, and then um, my friend Joe, uh, he was, he was touring with a bunch of bands and he ran into Fred from triple crown and was like, Hey, like you should check out these new fireworks demos. Cause we had recorded like three new demos. And then like, then I got a call from Fred um, and it was like, you know, 
kind of like that was like kind of the plan was like kind of um you know put out an ep and then kind of like use that as a stepping stone to like launch to a bigger label and then um we worked out a deal that i think that he could license the ep from jeff yeah uh from run for cover um and then yeah and then and that's you know kind of where we stayed mm-hmm. your debut record all i have to offer is is my own confusion was recorded in just two and a half weeks what kind of preparation went into the creation of that album um it was it was like a, a long process because like i said we've been touring for like three years so we had like between yeah. the ep and that we just had like kind of a bunch of songs written and then mm-hmm. we did some demos yeah here and there and uh and then so we had like a pretty we had a pretty good chunk of the record written um uh when we uh when we went when we flew out to out out to we recorded in orange out here in la mm-hmm. or orange county um yeah and uh triple crown was like we want chad from newfound glory to produce it and we're like okay and then um we went into like a a a rehearsal studio and for like three days and we just kind of he just kind of tore apart the songs with us and like kind of Mm -hmm. restructured stuff and then we went into the studio for yeah like two two plus weeks and Mm -hmm. just kind of busted it out and was it was kind of wild because like we didn't have a lot of money like our budget wasn't huge for that and we yeah. spent most of any extra money on food yeah. we just like like bought went out every meal and stuff we weren't very uh conscious of that but uh <laughs> we slept on um adelio from say your goals we slept on his garage floor every night of that recording <laughs> process and we like oh yeah yeah but besides uh uh besides food like we bought a rental car that's that's all we did we had for that mm-hmm. um yeah uh so that that was the process but yeah it was like it's in retrospect it was very short but it seemed like a very long time it was like kind of mm-hmm. we were we were all like very stoked at you know what we had done mm-hmm. afterwards how was it getting to work with chad pretty cool um <laughs> That's a question I've been asked many times. <laughs> uh, it uh, it was good. It was yeah, it it was uh, it was a good experience, especially as, like you know we were young and he had you know yeah. had a lot of success at that point and mm-hmm. and then working with Paul Miner who recorded it was great. He like he sung a lot of harmonies on that record and yeah, it was it was cool to like actually kind of being in that kind of pre production setting with someone just kind of tearing apart the songs and like um. But yeah, it was it was it was a good experience. How sick was it to play with them in the U.S. and then in Australia? Uh, yeah, uh, it was it was huge. Um, mm-hmm. it was huge for us because it kind of yeah got us a, a following, and yeah, we played we played with them a lot, became good friends mm-hmm. with them. Um, yeah, it was uh it was it was cool. Uh, yeah, they kind of just took us under their wing. Like the fir- the first time we played with them in the U.S. Uh was uh like it was shy halud was on the tour but they like dropped off the tour and we took their spot and uh like we we were on a tour um like on our own tour with that band we are the union 
Mm-hmm. And we had we had like a very weird night. Like our van got broken into in Nashville, and it was just like like we spent like uh, like a lot of the night running through this neighborhood by the venue, like looking for whoever broke into our van. Um, <laughs> and then we didn't find them. And uh, we came back and played this like super angry, like powerful set. And then we got the call. We're like, can you be in Philly tomorrow? And like, yeah. we had just started this tour with our friends from Michigan. Yeah. And we're like, we can't say no to this, but we also like feel yeah. super yeah, bad. Thing going on. <laughs> yeah. And they understand. The, yeah. They were understanding. Um, and then like to make it up, we actually like met like that tour overlap, like was still going when the newfound one ended. So we like mm-hmm. met up and did the last like, uh, you know, week of dates with them um, mm-hmm. on the East coast. Uh, but that was like, you know, you know, huge for us. Cause it, you know, started our, you know, path. I think we got an agent out of that and a manager and kind of just started. Our, no, I think we already had a manager, but yeah, we got an agent out of that. And we like kind of started our, um, our path as um, like musicians or as like a, like a touring act, I guess. Yeah. It seems it's like pretty safe to say that this was the time that you guys were really put on the map in terms of like the album coming out and all the touring, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. We then then it was like then just snowballed from there. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like you know, we did a uh, um, we did after that tour, we did Gig Life, which was four year strong. Uh, oh, yeah, great one. Set your goals, Polar Bear Club. You know, hand. A bunch of others, and it was like that. That was like super cool because we were playing like you know big rooms, and it was like you know the first tour of like our generation of bands, like kind of proving ourselves, like doing our own thing. Yeah, yeah. and like you know it was a it was a long tour. I, I think we played <laughs> fifty shows on it or something like that. Wow. Um, uh, but then it it just you know snowballed from there. We did that, and then in the fall we did a tour with like Hit the Lights, and then the Newfound put us on their january tour the next year um mm-hmm. which was like you know finally a full like one where we were on the ad mat and everything uh mm-hmm. and then uh we went to we went to europe with set your goals and uh we did australia with newfound which was like like it was supposed to be seosin seosin dropped off and we were on tour newfound and they're like <laughs> why why don't you why don't you guys come because because we were already going to australia yeah like oh like a week after that tour ended and they're like why don't you just come early and do our tour and then and we're like okay well we'll we'll talk to everyone and we talked to the people in australia and they're like yeah that could be like promo Uh, you know like we wanted to make sure it was cool it wasn't gonna crazy you know affect that tour Mm -hmm. um and then yeah and then we it was it was that was crazy because Mm -hmm. because we were already scheduled to go then everything was moved we didn't know when our flights were and stuff like that yeah I woke up to an email at like 9 a.m. one day at, you know, in my, you know, sleep. I was living with my parents at the time, mm-hmm. uh, 9 a.m. And it was like, yeah, your flights to Australia is tonight at five. <laughs> and so everyone was like freaking out and we all like had to just rush. Didn't yeah, like, just, like oh, we're going to Australia tonight. So, uh, <laughs> oh. and then it was, it was like, because of everything changing, it was like the longest route. Like we had to go to Houston, spend the night in Houston. And then we had to, fly to tokyo and then yeah. fly yeah. from tokyo to you know, sydney wow Slept was that was, was that the trip that you fell in love with koala bears 
Yes, I got to hold one. Like, Hell yeah. Because uh, they. Is there a picture of this somewhere? Yeah, I think I've seen the picture. Yeah, I can go grab it right now if you want. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Let's one. see it. All right, hold on. I fucking love this guy. <laughs> I swear I've seen this picture before. Oh, I have it. I don't know. Maybe I have. Yeah, I definitely have seen it. Th- there's that. a couple. This is one of three koalas I've held. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do they really I mean, like grab onto you and like, like you get a shot of you? this? So <laughs> that's awesome. Um, no, yeah, they're they're super chill. But yeah, that that was like a, a thing. Uh, whenever we go to Australia, this place in Brisbane would you know invite bands out and we get to yeah. like hold qualls like in the, in I'm like you know they had all the bands and artists or whoever have come and held koalas and like yeah you see just marilyn manson holding a koala (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah um uh so yeah but yeah uh big fan of uh of koalas (laughs) but it was it was also weird because like people on the tour that had been to australia before were like i was like are you gonna go hold the koalas and hang with the kangaroos because you could also like lay and play with the kangaroos as well yeah and and they're like, the they're like, no, we've done that before. And I was like, you serious? What? Do it again. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? You want to do it again? <laughs> yeah. My sister so got we, to do that. She yeah. So cool. we went every time. Yeah. yeah. I want to go Absolutely. so bad. Do you see yeah. any weird spiders there? Oh, yeah. Oh, like, really? Like you actually get to see them? Yeah. They were, I mean, because like we, th- the first time we were, we always had a lot of time off yeah. in Australia because yeah. the, uh, it doesn't make sense to go there for like a day. <laughs> Yeah. well right yeah it's super far but also uh but because we were doing our own headline tour there and and the, we went early for the newfound thing we had a Not week off, off yeah. in oh, sure. um, in australia and so we would just like hung out and you know do whatever we could for a week and then um and then when we played fest the next two times we went for festival tours like uh this tour called Soundwave, yeah. and it like the shows are only on uh the weekends yeah mm-hmm. and so so we you know, be there for like two you know three weeks and like only play the <laughs> weekends shows. <laughs> and, and like we would play shows like they'd have us play shows during the week with like you know smaller packages based sure. off bands mm-hmm. on the tour but uh um we'd like we'd be able to just walk to the, those shows from our hotel like they'd be super easy to play like yeah, our like, gear would be at the venue and we, yeah we'd be right there already so most of the time we were just hanging out during those weeks oh yeah sweet yeah telling you following up with this question or am i going to the next one uh what do you got for me I, oh i was yeah i was <laughs> just gonna say that uh that that album put you on the map and then gospel mm-hmm. obviously pushed that even further yeah like yeah no, yeah fan base. yeah yeah then that that actually comes uh tomorrow will be 10 years since we put that out um oh is it tomorrow yeah i knew it was 2011 oh. damn yeah wow. uh but yeah no that was like that was a huge experience was because we like that was the first time we had like a proper like we were in the studio for um a month recording that in yeah. like late 2010 and we had just done all this touring and stuff like that yeah, yeah, and you had all the songs probably written before that, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. We had still got, we had, we still got yeah, pick them up. We, we had the skeletons, of the song. Um, yeah. I think some song. I think there's like a few songs that you know kind of were came together in the studio, but like they were all gutted, and we like the 
you know first two weeks we didn't record anything we just yeah. like kind of worked on the song brian brian mcturn was like he worked on so many records that we loved and mm-hmm. like like it was, we were very stoked to work with him and we do you guys pick him to work with yeah yeah, yeah. that was that was our choice um, was it nerve-wracking working with somebody like that that you were stoked to work with yeah it was, i was I, I was i think we were all nervous um yeah. but it ended up being a really good experience mm-hmm. overall you know mm-hmm. and uh and his studio was really cool and we just like lived in baltimore for a month and mm-hmm. with you know like and we're like it kind of like pushed our songwriting to the next level um and we got to do a experiment with like a lot of cool stuff on that so we had you know more time to work on it and and then mm-hmm. yeah and then we went back to him for a common life because yep. we just loved working with him so good uh next question is uh what is the most important thing to part of being a musician to you uh do you prefer this write the songs performing the shows connecting with the audience um i mean i like it all mm-hmm. uh i i think i think um at the core i'm a performer yeah like yeah i've um i've always been a performer like mm-hmm. you know from being a little kid i would you know put on shows in my basement and uh and like i would i was i took dance growing up mm-hmm. and uh then i was you know started playing bands and that's like i found my true love you know of music you know and playing in bands but and you even now i perform like i you know i uh you know until i moved out to la i was on this like sketch improv sketch team in detroit um at this theater planet ant theater and mm-hmm. so i was always performing so that's like i think the core of it for me and i kind of realized that after we stopped touring that like i was like oh i'm like yeah i'm a performer but i i love you know the process of writing sure. and creating and you know i've been writing a lot of music on my own so i find yeah. that very rewarding too and then like there's like ha- having the record done and hearing it for the first time like completed is there's nothing like it yeah. like it's sure. so exciting do you guys uh all individually write the songs work together for it's each it's, one of them? it's more a collaborative uh mm-hmm. process i mean it's a, a lot of it stems from dave and chris kind of yeah writing stuff and then we kind of you know all yeah you know, and stuff depending on, yeah you know we're all kind of spread out now so it's like a little <laughs> a little harder less collaborative but yeah do you think the uh, the week of pre-production on gospel helped set up the album's success in the end? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It would have been a, it would have been a different album if we if we just like kind of went into our own studio and just like, kind of um just played what we had. So I don't know if it would have been worse or whatever, but it it would definitely have been different. <laughs> and that was that was five weeks you guys had on that one, and two for the the, the previous. So that kind of yeah, out. something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, so, yeah, it was a lot more. It was a lot more. I don't know if I want to say relax because I don't know if it was relaxed, but yeah, uh, a lot more time to work with. Yeah. Um, I had never personally realized this until recently, but the incredible bonfires EP was released digitally only a few months before gospel. Yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of like, a we had some songs. Um, I, yeah, I don't remember when that was released actually. Like December, was, I think. And I, this Oh, wow. Out. It's yeah, 2010. April. I know that. Yeah, yeah, I know it was 2010. Uh, we probably recorded it in the 
in like the spring early summer mm-hmm. time um yeah but yeah it was just like we had some songs that we wanted uh yeah, that we'd been working on and we you know um went to chicago to record them uh with mark mm-hmm. mccaleck um mm-hmm. i think that's his last name yeah mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and uh and the yeah it, it, i mean they came out great and it was it was a fun it was a fun recording session mm-hmm. like ships in the night slaps yeah oh, thanks yeah we, I, I love it i don't know if we ever played this we played uh um i grew up in the legion hall yeah mm-hmm. we played that at we, a time we played that a ton but we, i don't think we ever played ships in the night or if we did it was like a couple times <laughs> and that's the one i want to hear well just gonna say that right now yeah uh, <laughs> uh, i don't know if you'll be in luck but <laughs> oh damn it <laughs> we're all gonna have to learn these songs over again yeah, yeah right yeah I'm, i forgot them all yeah, it's gonna be a it's been a minute what's the inspiration behind the album art on gospel um like what's the monster and what's the child supposed to represent uh i i don't know I don't know if that's for me to answer. Oh, okay. Uh, it might be for interpretation, but uh, it was uh, our friend Mike Burdick, who's like, you know, grew up with like uh, Brett and he just, we yeah. sent him this, the album and that's mm-hmm. what he came up with. Okay. And then we did the same thing for O Common Life. Uh, yeah, we, just sent him, we sent him the album and like, it was a kind of a continuation of that. So yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, while we're on kind of the same subject, who is wearing the werewolf mask on the All I Have to Offer cover? That was Baloney. Baloney. Uh, the, uh, yeah, or Tony. As, as Baloney Tony. Yeah, Baloney. Tony Baloney. Uh, Tony Baloney. Right. Amazing, amazing Italian names here. He's, he's, <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Um, Anthony Benedict. He's, uh he was he's just a good friend of ours he's he toured he did most of our tours with us um uh you know until uh quarantine he he was touring with the wonder years as their merch guy um but yeah he's just he's just good for mine um and yeah we uh our friend cj did the he's a good friend of mine that i went to high school with and he did, he's a photographer and we just went out to this like field in Ypsilanti, Michigan and yeah, like, took a bunch of photos with him wearing this mask. And the mask was, um, there was this band uh, from Detroit called the weekend. Um, and they're a great band. And they had, those were their, their masks that w- they would like wear because they had the song called werewolves of Detroit. And for the yeah. promo art, they would all wear the mask. And then we just, asked to borrow that as kind of a homage to them and oh that's cool yeah so who was in the chicken suit on bonfires i don't know that that was our friend mitch took took the photo and i don't know the story behind it but we just were like that photo is cool (laughs) it kicks ass yeah yeah pop punk heaven yeah (laughs) um so i think all right next yeah yeah it's my turn now um your turn yeah my turn to play yeah, Do you take find uh, any pressure or difficulty writing a new album after you've already written music to kind of put out a record that meets expectations of your own or other people's? Um, uh, I don't know. I not really. I mean, I, I think like I mean, I'm not the main songwriter for Fireworks no, yeah. by any means. So, uh, I like 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 i fully trust chris and dave and everyone involved with and like you know dave's my favorite songwriter so like i i I completely (laughs) 
yeah i completely yeah and i i just just like i just have full faith in everyone (laughs) that like we're gonna push push the limits and yeah make something we're proud of yeah so after gospel came out you guys continued to tour relentlessly and eventually got into making a common life which was without a doubt your deepest and darkest album yet a record Mm -hmm. that was dedicated to dave's father who had passed after the release of gospel how did this record change the band's usual writing process um i i don't know if it like i mean our the writing process just kind of um like evolved like to what it to what it was um uh yeah so i i don't know how to really answer that it it just kind of evolved to what Mm -hmm. it was i mean it was a it was a weird time for all of us um which was a big influence on the record is like we're like kind of like what can we really do next like um you know tim had just quit the band um and he he recorded the album but he had already quit the quit the band um and and so like and and people were kind of over touring a little bit and like we just kind of just didn't know what was next and but we kind of like most of us still wanted to do it at -hmm. least to some degree Mm -hmm. and so and but yeah but the pressures of you know common life were (laughs) uh mounting on us so i i feel that played a a big role in it um but as far as you know the writing process like again not being the main songwriter i I can't really fully speak Mm -hmm. to but it just it kind of involved to the way it was and like we did you know most of the like most of the shaping of the album happened in the studio like we were we were in the studio for like 14 hour days like for a month like working on that wow that's wild um so yeah and we we also added adam um Mm -hmm. uh after gospel kit come out um playing keys and uh, you know and uh third guitar and parts and Mm -hmm. so and he's a fantastic musician so he added a lot to it Mm -hmm. as well um so it kind of but it all like kind of shaped our our stuff and like and then brian uh mcturnan he would you know producing it he would mm-hmm. come in uh uh be like you guys need to pull it together like you guys need to yeah. relax a little bit and kind of he he just like shaped it and kind of mm-hmm. kind of made it a fireworks record if that makes sense like yeah for sure it was like that way um, a different type of sound but it still sounds yeah. kind of like you guys yeah it's like an extended yeah. gospel almost just like darker i would say yeah i mean yeah i mean we always kind of wanted to push the envelope but i don't like when bands like kind of like no, sure. write repeat albums or like kind of you know Absolutely. a lot of bands hey, try to... man still going strong yeah <laughs> yeah sure that shit rocks <laughs> it, hey they got a system it works a new, new acdc rocks is that your yeah, dance i actually love it honestly i've I, never i haven't actually, heard it it's, it's pretty good okay well check, I'll out, check it out check out um, which is spell the last the last one wasn't but this one's pretty good yeah but yeah. in in general i feel like a lot of bands like kind of try to write Mm-hmm. like to be like their heyday yeah um, yeah and i just i think it comes off as like hilarious like yeah like just disgenuous like yeah um and so you know i i feel we've always kind of pushed sure. that and also I, I feel like we were like 
I don't know. We never really found our niche as far as like, cause we weren't like this, like we were played with all these like, you know, quote unquote pop punk bands. Yeah. But you but, didn't sound like them. But we, we kind of like didn't necessarily sound like that and like had a lot more going on influences and in, in yeah. going on and stuff like that. And I feel like a lot of it kind of fell on deaf ears at times, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I don't remember what the original question was. But. <laughs> Is it true but, that you guys tried getting Bill Clinton to play saxophone on the album? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. We, I, I just like, you know, hit our manager up at the time and I was like, reach out to Bill Clinton and see if he'll record <laughs> sax on it. To. Oh, this and was your I, idea. I, he, it was me and Chris, I think. And <laughs> we, we uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was kind of a joke, but he actually hit him up and we got a response from their from the like, office of the president of Bill Clinton. The office, yeah. And then, like, <laughs> I think we put it on, like, online somehow. And then, like, oh, that's cool. NME in the UK, like, picked it up. And it was a story. No way. It's no amazing. Point. Yeah. Um, do you enjoy your band's newer records more than your older ones? Or do you look at them all through, like, different rose-colored lenses, I guess? Yeah. I mean, I look at them all from, like, where we were right. at that point in our lives. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I think I think we've only gotten yeah better musically absolutely yeah and like I, yeah I, th- I think our music's just kind of always progress and that's kind of the point the early stuff still slaps <laughs> yeah well, thank you thank you well i love it all <laughs> when you're a talented artist you know most of the stuff you put out is going to be pretty good right so i hope yeah so are you guys able to go back and listen to your work or do you get overly critical of it um I can't speak for anyone else but me, but uh, uh, I, I don't. I don't get overly critical of it. I mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it for what it was like. Mm-hmm. Um, like you know, obviously there's things we could have changed or ways we could have mixed it differently or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. But it is you know we put it out there. You know we were proud of it. Like the there's nothing we've put out that we weren't like proud of. Exactly. Um, That's good. And so like even if it like for me if it like if it like grows away from like what i'm about or whatever it's still like something i was proud of at the time so yeah. mm-hmm. it's still a part of you yeah i think every release you guys have put out is great honestly there oh, hasn't been you. one that you know i skip over or anything i always go back to whatever i'm on. well i appreciate that we you know maybe that's one thing we didn't mess up is our music we messed yeah. up everything else as well <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah <clears throat> like, so we, you ended, we ended our band on a uh, a Tuesday in Columbus. So that, <laughs> was, was it sunny outside or was it gloomy? It was gloomy. Oh, that's well, kind of like Dan, a firework. And from the Wonder Years said that the yeah. Tuesdays were the worst day of the week. So I mean, I what's that? Dan from the Wonder Years wrote a poem about how Tuesday was the worst day of the week. Oh, really? Following so suit, right? Oh, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll call him on Tuesday and make sure that's you know His he's okay. Yeah, make sure he's doing all right. <laughs> I didn't know that. So I do it better now. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's all right. Yeah, he's fine now. Uh, you mentioned earlier that you, you've been writing a bunch of music during quarantine. Uh, have you guys started any albums and left them in an unfinished state or like completely abandoned any music that you guys have started writing? Like in the um, past, too. What's that? Like in the past, too. Have we abandoned uh music yeah, yeah like green day like green day wrote that one album and then they deleted it and started american idiot all over again <laughs> oh um <laughs> we've never done that like we um 
there was we recorded um like we went into like an actual studio and it wasn't yeah. a great experience but we recorded you know before Ocon Life we recorded four songs and sure. n- like none of those some of the lyrics made it to the record but none of the music made it to the record um yeah. that's I mean that's the closest to that like the music uh, the music I was talking about is just like not even fireworks it's just stuff that I've been stuff doing yeah um mm-hmm. yeah you know like I said like I'm 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 out here in LA and they're all they're, well yeah most most of them are again Dave's in Chicago but that's super close um yeah so they've been working a lot and you know I I, I can't speak to what's going to happen but like obviously COVID put a you know big uh damper damper on everything yeah mm. and the new album is written though right oh it's ready Sure, sure you can't say anything sure I'm not, I'm not gonna say anything about it all right that's fair it's all right you can just email me it has a yeah. name it's all we know higher yeah. lonely power. Like yeah that, yeah that's that's all i'll say about that because i you know, no yeah, i you don't yeah, we fair. understand trust me mm-hmm. it's coming though we know we know it's coming yeah that's, that's out there uh in november 2019 we got the fantastic announcement that there was to be a new fireworks album titled higher lonely power and set for release in 2020. Sadly, due to the pandemic, that all came to a halt. So is it ready? <laughs> I, I, like I said, I'm not going to say anything. It's convenient because this question came up right when we were talking yeah, about the question it. Was <laughs> yeah. I will, I will say that statement is true. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> okay. What can we expect from this long-awaited return of the band? I, I honestly don't know yet, to be honest. Like, you know, everything's right. up in the air because you know yeah like we you know we net before covid happened like we were just kind of in the mm-hmm. you know in talks of planning stuff and never nothing got solidified and sure and like you know kind of waiting to see what happens with the world before yeah. you know mm-hmm. we well, can there's... say anything but like i said yeah i don't i don't have any much to offer on that topic so i'm sorry <laughs> Can we expect a big reunion show and some post-release release tour dates? Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Hell yeah. How tight was it getting to play Warp Tour? <laughs> uh, how sweaty was it, first of all? It was very sweaty. It was, it was cool because it was, you know, you know, we got to tour in a bus, which we normally can't do, which is its whole thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Um for better or worse uh it was like we it was a rough tour it's a rough tour to do it's it's long days it's hot it's you know um not the most convenient thing but uh we we lucked out our year was like so perfect we had like like all of our friends like it was like overwhelming how many friends we had on that so it was like just a big party every day yeah it was like you know four year strong polar bear club you know a Lost for Words, yeah. Us, uh, Newfound, Take a Mix Sunday, um, Title Fight, um, Every Time I Die, like all, you know, all our, all our <laughs> friends, like, so we were just out, there was just like a ton of hangout. So you like, film shit happens like every single day. What's that? <laughs> it's, it's an ETID reference. Oh, shit okay. happens. That's oh, yeah, shit happened every, every <laughs> yeah, single day. Every single day. <laughs> They're yeah. from our hometown. We're both obsessed with them. And... As you should. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Legends. There's uh, a yeah, handful was, of real big Buffalo bands, but they're, you know, they're one of them. So 
Yeah, the, what's what the Goo Goo Dolls? That's another one. Yeah, the Goo Goo Dolls came out of a uh, Panameno. Yeah, okay, I remember them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it dies the, today was a like a metalcore band. Oh, oh I, yeah, we're missing I, I a big one. That. Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> they're from well, Buffalo. Uh, they're they're like from Buffalo. They, they moved to Florida after a couple of months, but like yeah, I was, gonna, right here, so. I was gonna say that they they played that in Ace Ventura. They were at the Culture Room. Uh, yeah. Uh, which is the venue we're banned from. So. Yeah. Oh no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell us about that story. Care to tell? Uh, uh, we got in a little altercation with security because they were like choking out a friend of ours who was like crowd surfing. Oh, uh, yeah. And so we like stopped playing and we're like, so you did the Parker Cannon thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're referencing, but sure. Oh, uh, yeah. we yelled at security and they didn't like it. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't. They certainly didn't like it. Uh, yeah. But then we were like, um. You know, we just didn't stand for that. Like we, you know, yeah, of like we got in a lot of altercations with security over how they mm-hmm. were treating fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're um, ridiculous at times. Yeah, and uh, so there was. I I don't even remember much of it. I remember stopping to play, and I remember all of us being upset and yelling at yeah. you know people. But then, uh, then you know, time went on, and it was like five years later. We got routed on a tour that was going through there. And they were and, like, no, you can't play. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, like, really? um, yeah, uh, our manager at the time called me and was like, what did you do in South Florida? And, <laughs> and uh, I was like, I don't know. And, don't know. and then I was like, oh, we had some kind of altercation there. Like, it, I don't remember much of it. And then, mm-hmm. and then, yeah. Um, so you had an off day that day. So you had, you had to, you have to go to Disney. That well, day. so we, so we played a, we played a, <laughs> we played a matinee show and took the night off. So we played a show before that show at a different yeah, venue. Hell yeah. And, and it was, it was cool. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it, it was, it was, you know, it was fun. We had the night off. And so <laughs> now I know you moved to LA and started doing comedy. Let's hear a little about that. And what, what got you into doing stand up? Just all that stuff you did when you were a kid um yeah well yeah i well i haven't done much stand-up it's more of an improv and sketch um yeah uh that's the next frontier um uh but uh i yeah i was you know when we stopped touring i was like i don't i don't know what i'm what i'm doing next uh i still want to perform but like i don't know if i have it like i didn't i didn't feel very confident as a musician at the time like as far as like you know kind of starting my own thing i like i i played guitar in a band afterwards called thin skin which is a hardcore band and yeah. we only played shows in detroit and south america which is <laughs> south america yeah uh, all right and it was it was wild it was short-lived um but mm-hmm. uh I, like that was like kind of like i need to i need to still tour i need to you know perform i need to play music um did yeah. any other bands ask you to join their what they had going on no no uh yeah no i don't think so this is you know this band was already going on and it was but it was friends of mine and they just yeah. asked and uh uh but i didn't i didn't really put myself out there uh, to be there because like fireworks is like such was such an identity mm-hmm. to sure. me at the time that i was like it, i didn't think it was healthy yeah like like i always felt i was just kyle from fireworks or like mm-hmm. and i i just kind of was like and, this is me this is what i've done yeah and this is and obviously that's not a thing that's like super sustainable like full-time forever mm-hmm. um so like you know i was like trying just trying to find myself and um i uh i would like i went back to school you know i was studying like media arts and um and i was always 
like I was always a comedy fan, like, and I was, you know, I was always making, you know, making jokes or whatever, or just, yeah, like, you know, growing up, like I was, that was like my favorite genre of stuff to to watch, and yeah, um, and then so I kind of wanted to get into it, like, you know, for a long time, but I just didn't kind of know how to transition to that, and then uh, um, there's this like this purple building in Hamtramck, Michigan that I would always like drive past all the time uh, going to like, there's a venue down the street from it that I would always, you know, drive to. And I'd be like, every time I passed it, I'd be like, what is in there? And I knew it was a theater, but I was like, I don't know what this is. And then like uh, uh, a few of my friends, uh, like we would like try to go to started trying to go to see comedy, like stand up, like, you know, every, Mm -hmm. um, you know we try to do like every couple weeks or whatever yeah and one time we wanted to hang out on a monday and i just like kind of googled monday night comedy and it was like at this building it was at that building (laughs) no way and then like i went in and it was like like um this uh it was an improv show but it was so good because improv can be a little you know can be (laughs) a bit scary (laughs) but uh but but these this you know house cast was just they're called the home team and they were just so good and um uh like i was just like i and the place was just like cool it was like a diy type theater black box yeah and uh i was like like i want to be a part of this and then um me and my friend luke um we we signed up for like uh the you know the the program there and we started taking classes and then i just like kind of went through the whole thing and then um you know that was like you know a year and a half later or whatever then i uh i i met i just met a lot of friends there and i made a web series with a a couple people that like i went through the program with and um and we like you know acted wrote produced everything for it and that was a lot of fun and then i auditioned for like um uh, uh another house cast called the farm team and i i made it and then we were just like performing like a couple times a week and it, i was just like you know it was i loved it it was for, for me and then yeah so i you know i was writing a bunch i was performing a bunch um and i i you know that's what i'm con- continuing to do so have you gone to any of the clubs out here like comedy store or anything yeah i've been to the comedy store um uh and i've, I've been actually going to there's been a bunch of outdoor um comedy yeah. shows recently that i've mm-hmm. i've been going to you know for covid reasons you know a lot exactly. safer but um mm-hmm. uh and then i i would like drop in at like different like improv jams mm-hmm. uh out here before uh before covid would happen um but Up, upright then, citizens brigade yeah upright citizens brigade and the pack theater and um a few others um but uh you know i didn't really get much going before mm-hmm. before lockdown and that stuff hasn't come back yet so i've been writing here and there um yeah i'm sure you got like a lot of routines prepared at least now yeah and That's um cool. so yeah so trying to trying to pursue that in some capacity mm-hmm. uh we'll see what happens um been yeah i've been doing a, a live stream show all of quarantine with like my uh yeah. a group that i formed back in detroit it was mm-hmm. right before quarantine i like 
So right before I moved here, we like, you know, kind of formed and, you know, had a show in Detroit and it was awesome, but mm-hmm. it ended up kind of being my farewell show. Yeah. Uh, and then they had, we had one booked at the theater and I was flying back for it. And it was like the week that lockdown happened. And oh, no. So I, I obviously didn't go back. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and then uh, it was like, we're just like, well, let's do a live stream. And then, uh, so so we've been doing that ever since and we did it weekly at first and i was then i just we did it a couple with just like you know comedian friends that we knew from the scene or whatever and then i was like well i can i had i know a lot of people in bands i can hit up some people and uh mm-hmm. that we've toured with over time and so we've had a lot of guests play some songs on there so they had this really cool like on stage podcast they did at the comedy store called kill tony i don't know yeah. if you've ever heard of that yeah i i've i've been there for it yeah uh, uh sucks they yeah. moved to texas yeah and tony kind of got canceled this week <laughs> so. oh, wait wait this week <laughs> yeah like last Ooh, week or... i gotta look into that yeah no way <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's the thing is like i mean i love the comedy store is awesome and it has like yeah. uh like it has this wonderful history like and it's yeah. like i don't know if you've seen the documentary on oh it's uh, fantastic Showtime. yeah it's it's incredible and so I like, and being there is just like, you know, being a part of history is like, mm-hmm. but I think current day, like that brand of comedy isn't necessarily my brand. Cause it's a lot of, it's like, you can't say anything anymore. I want to be racist. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, so yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if the comedy store will have me, if you're listening to this, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I'm more alt, I guess. Yeah, no, I'm a little a subculture a freak, you know. Raunchy. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I can get I can get raunchy, but you know. Oh, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, <laughs> but, but safely raunchy, respectfully raunchy. Respectfully raunchy. That should be the new band name. Yeah. Okay. Respectfully raunchy. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not the only one in the band to move to LA. Lead guitarist Brett Jones now cuts hair out here. Did yeah. End- yeah. Say it again. What's that? All right. Say what you were saying. I was just gonna say if anyone you know he works at Jags Barbershop and uh um kind of by LAX if anyone wants to get cut he's he's excellent but uh was there was there a second part to that question yeah I was just gonna say did any of the other members move out here no it's just us and like he moved out he was living here during fireworks for the most part like, oh, okay. he, he followed his wife out here uh nice uh, almost 10 years ago wow um, okay uh so he was always having to fly back to do mm-hmm. firework stuff. Um, That's cool. But uh, he's the one who took me in. Like, like they had an extra room, and like I had a whole bunch of stuff coming out. Like whole whole bunch of reasons for wanting to move out here. Mm-hmm. Um, like I had just gone through a breakup. I had like like was kind of felt like you know a little like more I wanted to do than what was in Detroit at the time. I don't know. Yeah, how true that yeah. is because I probably there's a lot opportunity to try and i love detroit so yeah of course like i it was it was weird because i didn't want to get out of detroit but i wanted just to do something different Um, fresh start yeah and so did and then i just felt there's more like work opportunities with other stuff i do like editing or you Mm -hmm. know producing or whatever um and there has been uh but uh yes so but he's he's like a big help you like you know and you know we've been friends forever so yeah he took he took me in and uh kind of launched me living here in la are you glad you came 
Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say at this point because I like most of it's been in quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> you'll like so, it. You'll like yeah, it. When it's yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I like it. I've always liked it. I have a lot of friends here, and that's kind of why. Mm-hmm. I mean, why I chose here as, as well as the weather and other stuff. But mm-hmm. uh, like for the, for the sake of you know where I wanted to quarantine, it's at least we had you know nicer weather. Uh, exactly. Yeah. No, I tell everybody, uh, the traffic really doesn't bother me here because you got to like go at the right times. Like if you're going anywhere between four and seven and if it's like a long drive, you're pretty much fucked. Luck. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, like, uh, um, yeah, uh, I was when I first got here, like it was like a little frustrating, but I was like, you know, dealing with it. And uh, used to but it. I was just like, OK, I just got to submit like if I like if it's going to be a certain time, I know I'm going to be in my car. Yeah. And I, uh, I was talking to my friend uh, Jamie, who I know from like the theater scene. She, was, you know, is an actor out here, and she was just, and she does like you know, improv shows all the time and mm-hmm. uh, all over the place. And she was just like, you just kind of gotta accept that you're gonna spend three hours of the day in your car. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, that's okay. kind of true, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a trade off. Like, I mean, yeah, that's not fun, but like. It, it kind of it is at, at this point like i, I have always podcasts and music i was gonna to say it. i listen to music and podcasts the whole time yeah yeah it's like okay i'm sitting here as opposed to my apartment like all right right i know if you, if you don't listen to anything while you're driving through la you're just insane yeah that's that's true <laughs> you're <a> sociopath <laughs> so tell us about your side project with brett the beagles <laughs> uh that was the hotel california thing right shit's hilarious i love it uh yeah uh yeah so um that was uh uh our friend drew like this was right when quarantine started yeah Um, it's like april or something yeah and our friend drew was like throwing a a zoom birthday party for his wife Mm -hmm. um and you know he you know he's been a good friend of ours and has been part of like the scene so um he was uh he was friends with saves the day. He met them through us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, like he had Brett play a song on the, sh- on the, in the party on the zoom call and Matt from citizen and, uh, and then Chris, you know, from saves the day. And, and I think a couple others I'm forgetting. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, like, I think Chris just hit up Brett and was like, do you want to do like a cover or like a split a cover of hotel California? And like Brett was like, yeah, sure. And like, so so they recorded it, and then I recorded Brett, yeah, like yeah. D- like doing the part, and then I edited the video, yeah. Um, and then so I just like threw myself in there on the chorus here and there, and I you know, yeah, where your face and, just pops in, yeah. Uh, so it was it was just a fun thing for a friend's birthday party, but it ended up you know being yeah, cool. especially in quarantine where it was just like yeah. no one knew what was going on, and everyone was stuck at home. We're like, all right, this is cool. <laughs> When will the gay agenda make a comeback? Uh, well, th- thank you for watching that. Uh, yeah, I, I um, thought those skits were amazing. Thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm still good friends with them. Um, uh, I, I think, I think they both kind of want to come out here at some point. Um, yeah. we were, we were talking about doing like a quarantine episode, like via zoom or whatever, <laughs> um, which would kind of been fun but we just never pulled the trigger on it um i think we're yeah. just all kind of doing stuff but i would I, I would love to do more stuff but 
uh yeah we'll see if it happens i'd like i'd, I'd like to like turn that into an actual show or something but... dude it was funny the part where he like can't break character and he's just like drooling <laughs> oh yeah dude i Thanks. was crying yeah <laughs> so yeah, you wrote yeah. all that yeah the three of us wrote it um, okay all together yeah it was kind of like well they had a uh um sam and anthony are, are the names and they had these um characters that they uh um uh did for for, for uh they for it was for some competition like a comedy competition that they did uh and they ended up winning yeah um but i was like you know i went through the program with them and i was like just good friend good friends with them we were like sitting at the bar drinking and i was like we should turn this into like a web series like you know i have access to all the stuff um because i was like managing the um the media arts room at uh wayne state um and then uh and then i was like let's just like get together and write stuff and then we kind of we kind of formed it to be what it is as far as like you know uh this morning show host and behind the scenes type show mm-hmm. yeah and then it was like then it ended up being like you know these two morning shows that are gay that host a show called the gay agenda and then their producer who's <laughs> straight who just wants to be gay like the guys <laughs> uh so it's kind of a reversal of, you know. No, it's good stuff, dude. It's yeah. really funny. All right. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. We've already talked about, like, your comedy and your improv and all this. Uh, any other uh, hobbies you have outside of music? Um, Master Chef? I'm not. <laughs> I, a master chef. <laughs> I'm not a Master Chef. Brett from Fireworks is a Master yeah. Chef. He's, I see that. And he was, like, cooking for us at the beginning of quarantine. Sure. So that was, that was great. Uh, <laughs> um. I mean, I I love to, I like being outside. I like to ride my bike and I like to, you know, hike and stuff. Um, I kind of already guessed that. And then hockey. Yeah. yeah. Detroit video. Who's your uh, favorite Red Wing? Who's my favorite Red Wing of all time or currently? Uh, Both. Yeah. Probably right. uh, Currently it's Tyler Bertuzzi. Um, uh, All time. I'm going to have to say Eisman. Like, of course. Yeah. Yeah, or also Darren McCarty's up there, oh, um, who, yeah, who's an underdog player, but he like scored a winning goal for like in '97 when we won the cup, mm-hmm. and I I just remember like leaping off my couch when he did that, <laughs> like, yeah. and that was like a magical moment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, he had some grip, but he could also score goals, so it was yeah, he was a useful player. Yeah, let me ask you this: if coming from uh, Buffalo, which is similar to Detroit, as in it's yeah. right across the uh, river from Canada. Yeah. Uh, did you did you guys like go to Canada a lot? I, like yeah, Niagara so and Windsor are very different. So my, <laughs> Toronto my sister, for concerts. When and she stuff. played hockey okay. growing up, she could. They only had one team in our area in mm. Buffalo, so her team played in the Canadian um, division. Okay, so I used to go up to every single city every weekend, pretty much. So it was gotcha. like twenty minutes from my house. So yeah, my yeah, sister, yeah, same. It was like. I even have this special speedy pass so I can get right to <laughs> Oh, nice. Easy pass. <laughs> yeah, the Nexus. It's called the Nexus for... Oh, yeah, the, the Canada one. Yeah, yeah no, I, I... It was, like, 20 minutes from us, and, uh, like, there was, a, there was like, a hardcore scene in Windsor, which is oh, the city sure, yeah. right across the border, and mm-hmm. so we'd go there for shows all the time, and, like... Yeah. I was just talking about this recently, so that's why I'm uh, with yeah. someone. That's why I brought it up. No, it's, it's uh, cool. But yeah, it was, and it was also the place like you could drink when you're 19. So I went <laughs> over there to, yeah. to drink, but like, 
I, I ended up dating someone there for a while. And so mm-hmm. I would cross the border like three times a week and the border people would just yeah. like kind of know me and wave me through and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was wondering if Buffalo had a similar connection. Yeah. So Buffalo is like 200,000 people or so. And then every single city after the border is like bigger than Buffalo on the way to Toronto. Oh, <laughs> sure. Crazy. Yeah. So like Mississauga is like 700,000 or Hamilton, you know, Hamilton, all those places. Yeah, so there's a lot. There's a lot going on up up in Toronto in all that area. So nice. Yeah. yeah, my sister. My sister played ice hockey growing up, so she was going to Canada pretty freak, uh, frequently too. No, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I remember we we did a turn. We played. I don't know if it was a tournament or we just hmm. played a Canadian team that was like kind of like a little deeper small town in Ontario. Yeah, we and, did that too a couple times. And I was like, we're playing a Canadian team, like the home yeah. of hockey. Like this is gonna be crazy. And they beat yeah, us, we get our of course. Kick. Yeah. <laughs> Is it true that the the Red Wings fans are pretty crazy? Uh yeah. I mean, it was like it was such a big deal, like when the Wings started to get good in the nineties. Because yeah, like they were the good city for a long time, and they were very yeah, they good. they were bad for a long time, and yeah. the city was kind of like not at a great spot, and so it was like the one thing, and like none of the other teams were good. I mean, the Pistons <laughs> kind of had their moment in the, yeah. in the <laughs> early nineties, um, but it was uh it was just such a big deal. Like, and like, so hockey was huge and mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's, you know, some, some pretty, you know, crazy, crazy fans. We got, we got Bill's mafia. Oh yeah. 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 So I, I love that every time I die, sure. That was like, had the wrong, had years of the bills winning the champions that they didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. They always think outside the box. The box yeah. They, they are pretty good at that. It's yeah. pretty hilarious. They know how to market themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. When you guys uh, go on the road for your tours, do you typically plan your time off to see sites before you play your shows at night or do they just kind of happen? Uh, it kind of both. Um, mm-hmm. it, it like, it depends really on depends. how much time like, you got. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on how the time we have. Like sometimes like, I mean, we've one time we planned, uh, um, like got a cabin and planned like a whole day off in the redwoods but then our axle on our trailer broke on the way to get there so oh. uh, we didn't get to do that um that's shitty timing yeah i saw, uh, I saw Vinny caruana one time in rochester and the night before he stayed in like the adirondacks in a, in a little cabin yeah i mean we, <laughs> we've cool. we've done like stuff like that like uh um they're in uh off of i think it's in North Carolina off of, I think it, the river is called like Cape Fear or something like that. Or, I mean, that's a movie, right? But I think oh, yeah. it's actual De Niro movie. Yeah. I think it's actual a river called okay. that. Sure. But I'm, I could, I could be completely wrong, but just driving around the country. You might help right. you with yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, especially like when we started touring, we had to like, we didn't have GPS. So, yeah. so yeah, we had printed out directions and we had like an Atlas that we'd yeah. follow. Cape um, Fear River in North Carolina. What's that? There's a there's a Cape Fear River in North Carolina. That, yeah, yeah. So so we st- we stayed on that. Um, it was uh, mm-hmm. we were on tour with Hostage Calm, The Wonder Years, and Misser, and okay. um, it, and for our day off, we decided to rent this like crazy cabin off of like mm-hmm. uh, Airbnb, and it was like a the tour was a co-headline between us and um uh the wonder years at the time mm-hmm. so we uh w- the two of us like split it for like the other two bands like okay, so you all we, we, tr- we treated them to it and yeah. it was this like 
crazy like this guy built this like um cabin out of like just like junk yeah. and like the, like the beams were like canoes and yeah. uh and the floor had this like heating coil through it and it was just like all all this stuff just and it was right on the river and it was just like mm-hmm. this wild house and there's we just had like like a good into the tour you know time with everyone mm-hmm. and we, we would try to do that stuff all the time like you know with especially with like when we were on tours with like close friends that we had like some bond with we try to you know plan days off together and you know see the sights and then um like in uh in europe it was a little hard like because we could like really europe or uk like mm-hmm. unless we actually like planned a, a thing we it usually just be stuff that like we could uh walk to from the venue because it was mm-hmm. just you know difficult to like get coordinate with the driver to like take us to wherever but um like australia and japan we had like a lot of free time mm-hmm. so we could like kind of explore and and plan stuff japan's got to be sick i've always wanted yeah. to go there japan's awesome it's like it's the coolest it's yeah it's like it's a completely different culture so there's like that culture shock but it's like completely comfortable like they, they want it's welcoming they want you there like um and it's just everything's cool <laughs> Oh, that's sick! You guys got got to play with Misser, though. Rest in peace, Tim Landers. Yeah, and that was that was rough for all of us. Um, yeah. yeah, that was real sad. But yeah, I mean that was, I mean Transit was like you know our little brother band. We you know, took them out. We I remember you know, like the Run for Cover guys introducing us to them like mm-hmm. early on, and um, yeah. they would always play our mass shows, and mm-hmm. then we took them out on our first headliner, uh, and you know they did Warp Tour with us, and yeah, it was you know. It was it was sad. Uh, it, I mean, it was very sad. I was I had a really rough time with that. But yeah, I was um, a huge, huge fan of Transit too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, R.I.P. He he was you know uh, I hadn't seen him in like you know five years before you know he passed. Yeah. Uh, but like every time I was in a room with him, like he was like like his smile would light up the room. It was like infectious. It was you know it was yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. he's such a talented dude mm-hmm. i was actually just talking to joe earlier uh we're both freaking out because lifetime's coming back oh, are sure, they sure you're ever a fan I, of them i'm i was a i was a fan of them i didn't i didn't hear that what, what's the deal i guess they're releasing new music and that's about all they're saying okay they're, cool they're working on it so i I, cool. I get that i get that aspect of yeah, things Snapcast, yeah. Snapcast said that before too <laughs> Yeah, oh, they're a Buffalo. Lies. They're a Buffalo band, right? Yeah. yeah how do we, we forget okay. Snapcase? How do we miss Snapcase? <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, they also what you have buried alive too, and yeah, uh, buried yeah, alive. Yeah, Ter- yeah. You know, Scott from Terror Scott comes from, from Buffalo. Yeah. Um, the Bunny, the Bear. We're yeah. Uh, had yeah, yeah, I mean, the bear. <laughs> yeah. We can go all day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I love I love playing Mohawk Place. Is that still there? Yeah, still there. dude. Yeah, we still have speaking shows. of that, speaking of that, I think they're doing one soon. I think. Yeah, Mohawk Place closed. And I guess they I just found this out. Time. My other friend, Kyle, literally told me this. Um, actually, Kyle Tedesco, you know who that is, right? Uh, yeah, he used to book us yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Play, like addicts and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he told me that there was like this situation at Mohawk Place where this kid stage dived and like yeah. broke his neck or something. And then all these bands, like big bands like Paramore and I think like A Day to Remember and all these bands that heard about it on Twitter decided to come together and raise money for this kid. And then I, I guess 
and then I guess he after after getting all the money, I guess he still sued Mohawk Place, and they went under because of it. Oh, really? I mean, yeah, that's what I. I, rem- I remember that happening. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. that happening. I yeah, that sounds familiar. But yeah, but all, yeah, it's all back around, open now, it's, it was, Yeah, it was open back. before COVID. For okay, I think the last show I saw there was Free Throw a couple years ago. Okay, cool. And that was sick. Yeah, yeah, it was, that was, it was always fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We, I mean, there wasn't much to walk to around there. We'd always go to this Chinese restaurant. That was oh, which one? Like, I don't, I don't remember the name, but it was like right near it. It was around. It was walking distance from there, <laughs> and it was like this huge hall. Like, you know, when you go into a, a storefront, like you know, restaurant like that, you'd think there'd be like tables and stuff like that. But it was just this long walk to the counter. Yeah, <laughs> and. <laughs> But it was good. It was, you know, yeah. we always, we always eat there. Did you guys ever play X Wheels, Extreme Wheels? Yeah, I miss X Wheels. Uh, cool is it, that a venue? It yeah, was. it was. A it was a skate park that venue. Also had a stage that held like 800 people. And I was gonna bring this up earlier because they had the worst security ever. So they would always. I, I, hurt us. I think. <laughs> I think we did. Um, it was probably we, snowing and cold. Yes. <laughs> no, it was summertime. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. I, 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 if it's the venue I'm thinking of, we only played there once, and this was 2007. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but we played there with Set Your Goals and Just Surrender. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. That definitely um, makes sense. And I remember it being kind of cool. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was the first venue I ever went to shows at. So. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think. Um, I don't shows. know what the first I, I've been going to shows since I came out of my mom's vagina, but um, yeah, I know you have, but I haven't. <laughs> I think the first show I went to by myself was all time low at town ballroom. Mm. Town ballroom is cool. I we yeah. played there a handful of times. Mm-hmm. That was like 2000s. And something. the funeral home was a cool place too. I remember going. There. I never got to go there. I remember uh, yeah, that, was I a, that was a legendary. Hardcore. Yeah. You see the videos of every time I die playing there. That shit's insane. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. That's how I know about the venue. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Code Orange played on the floor there a couple of times, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, Backtrack played. I seen Backtrack. I saw Backtrack there. Really? Cool. I didn't know Backtrack yeah. played there. Yeah, they played there a bunch. I only yeah. got to see them on their their final tour. Yeah, I feel for Buffalo it was like, you know, we played like, uh, Addicts. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever Kyle would book us, and then yeah. uh. <laughs> and then it was always Mohawk place or like town ballroom. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I forget what we played on our last tour. Uh, mm-hmm. It was some other venue. Um, Probably waiting room. Yeah. Yeah. You played waiting room. Yeah. We I were there for that. that. Yeah. Oh, speaking of that, we saw you many years ago at Dublin Underground in Rochester. Okay. That yeah. was a crazy show. And our, our friends opened it. It was in a basement. Yeah. It was a, yeah, a basement of a bar, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't. Wow. I remember the show. I don't it remember. It was very sweaty. <laughs> I, I remember being there. I don't remember much. There was a much ton of people it. for a small bar. It was wild. That's, yeah. yeah. Like upstate New York was always great for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it was always fun. And like, yeah, we, I mean, we played with some, some cool bands coming <clears> through <throat> Buffalo and even in the like DIY days of, you know, I, I remember like we played live with living lions and we played yeah. with one years and yeah. Um, yeah, i've seen that's cool i've seen videos of the wonder years playing in a bowling alley before did you guys play that bowling alley where in, in in buffalo it's in rhode, it was in rhode island i think i want to say uh, okay it was, a, it was literally a bowling alley i saw soupy like on the machines that bring the bowling balls back um, 
I, I mean, we, we jump it off of them. We had there was in New Jersey. There was Ashbury Lanes, which is a legendary venue sure. that was a Maybe that it was, was that. a bowling alley. Um, is there that, one in like Lakewood too? Uh, yeah, Lakewood, Ohio. Yeah, that was called Mahal's. That was the first place we played in Ohio. Yeah. Um, and and they event it then it was just so we were playing in the lobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They eventually built a venue on it and that like we would play our like we'd do a holiday show there every year and it was like my favorite thing because they had mm-hmm. this like cool bar and we'd get like they had this like you know great lakes christmas beer and so we would, we would drink that and then the show is just always fun <laughs> yeah oh, uh, it was always a good time but they have terrible drivers well i mean you live out here that the worst yeah. drivers ever are that's in true well actually okay to be fair florida is the worst drivers 100%. <laughs> those people will literally just pull out in front of you just at any cost sure yeah uh yeah it's been a minute since i've driven in florida so yeah yikes uh so do you got any crazy road stories anybody ever get arrested ever see a ghost any van accidents uh yeah uh uh, well, the no, fortunately, no van accidents. Um, that's, that's great. Besides that, like axle breaking <laughs> that I was telling you about. Um, yeah. Uh, um, arrested, sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, um, <laughs> what should I say? Uh, Be careful. He doesn't want to say too much. <laughs> yeah. No. And um. It's not him being. It's not you being arrested. This is a safe space. It was. Is a safe space (laughs) that we're releasing to the public. Uh, uh, In 2007, I uh, uh, on the it was called the Snacksidents Happen Tour. Is set your goals. goals. That sounds like an awesome name. They have the worst band name or tour. (laughs) Yeah, hilarious. Uh, We we played. Um. Uh one show in augusta georgia that was our first show um with them on the Mm -hmm. tour and then we had a day off uh like we stayed with someone from the show that night like us and set your goals and it was like our first like hangout of you know really like on the road together um and so we just had this like you know you know this someone's parents were out of town they let us stay there and we just had this like wild night and then the next day we went to the mall because that's what we did on off days and we went to the mall in augusta and uh there was this smoothie shop or and uh they like um gave us they recognized us from the show the night before the people working there and so they gave us all free smoothies like (laughs) all like you know 15 of us or whatever oh yeah and and then we like we're dumb and we're young and we're just like uh Get, we got super like hyphy and we were just like we were jumping around and we were just like um just we started chanting the name of the smoothie place was uh raspberry cool okay. and, <laughs> and we just name. we, we just started ball. chanting raspberry cool berry raspberry cool All security didn't like that and security didn't <laughs> security didn't like that and then so they were like like they stopped us and they were like form a single file line and we're just like we started mocking them and we got in this line and we're just like marching turns out they weren't security they were sheriffs and and we were just being like we were mocking them and just being really disruptive but like nothing we weren't doing anything like sure like like uh illegal illegal yeah uh and and then uh like 
I, I one of the like Jordan bought some books uh from somewhere and then uh he just uh like the shit one of the cops just like like slapped the books out of his hand and then he went to pick it up and then they just started arresting everyone like down the line and like but there was like not enough there's more of us than there were cops yeah Yeah. and then uh like i just walked into sears that was right there i was like yeah all right and and then like i don't know out of the two and probably like seven people got arrested and uh for disorderly conduct and they were like that's insane really for screaming about raspberry smoothies yeah (laughs) and this was georgia uh, wow yeah and then so you know we had to basically spend all of our money that we had to get to bail people out what year was that 2007 Oh, so, so this is early on. Yeah, so we didn't have much money, and oh, that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, and then so you know, you know, I, you know, the people that didn't get arrested had to wait. Like, yeah, all day. Yeah, all day to get them out and outside of the jail for like fourteen hours or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, did anybody keep their mugshots? I don't know if there were mugshots. Like, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say that'd be like the perfect Christmas card. I don't know. It was like free the fireworks they, they took some belongings from people and it was memorial day weekend so like yeah when, when they got out they couldn't get them back because the place that took them was closed or whatever yeah so they but they kept records of it so like a couple years later like we like went back and got like 90 dollars from that like they took of cash of someone wow uh, have you ever been uh, accidentally lost or left behind on a tour? A stop. I haven't uh, <laughs> lost. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, you got I'm, stuck I'm, in a corn maze on Halloween. I don't know. I'm, uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure I've been lost to some degree. Sure. Uh, by yourself, maybe. By myself, just wandering. You guys, um, you guys use the buddy system. <laughs> yeah cell phones uh, <laughs> uh but uh on one of our earlier tours uh we were staying with a i don't even know we were staying there we just like kind of stopped for like lunch or to hang out at a friend's place like it was her aunt's house in uh like outside of chicago and we stopped at a little caesar's beforehand to get pizza to go hang out Five pizza and uh and then we got back to this house and we we're just all hanging out and we we're like, where's Brett? Oh boy. <laughs> and we had, we had left, left Brett at the-, at the pizza place, but <laughs> like he, I feel he must've had his cell phone because like we got oh, a yeah. or whatever, mm-hmm. but like, so everyone was hanging out like, and I, uh, I was like, I'll go, I'll go get Brett. And I took the van and went and picked him up at little Caesars. And then we went back <laughs> and like, then we park and the houses all look the same. So like Brett and I, like you parked, you went to the wrong house. We went in the wrong house and oh, Brett and I, like oh. we went through the back door and we just went in. Oh, and we you didn't like, even knock or anything. Yeah. We, we're just like, everyone's <laughs> hanging out in the living room. Like, let's just go through the kitchen. And like, we were in the house and I was like looking around. I was like, didn't see anyone's shoes. This and then I, the house. I, I realized we weren't in the house. And I was like, Brett, 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 this is the wrong house. And we like <laughs> ran out and then went next door. But like, and no, we, no one ever saw us, but we were like fully yeah. in someone's house while they were there. <laughs> well, they left it open. So yeah. 
Do you think that the Mark Travis and Mark Tom and Travis show is a good representation of live music in 1999? <laughs> um, I went to that show. Um, no way. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's a good representation. It, I mean, I you know I've listened to that kind of in recent times. I, I did too. I listened to it the other day. Actually. It's it's a lot tighter than I remember them sounding. It, it is. I mean, it's a little <laughs> manufactured because they, you know, they probably were able to choose. Well, they might have, they might have fixed it on Spotify. I don't know. <laughs> it yeah. is, it is properly. Because that version offensive. might not be as good. Yeah. At the, at the time, it was like, like one of my favorite comedy pieces of all time. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Hilarious. Satan. Uh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I, you know, it's, it's cool. It was, <laughs> I guess it was a pretty good representation of of the times. Yeah, you guys, uh, pretty wild. You guys started as a band the year before the Wonder Years. How has it been getting to be so close and befriend another band that seriously blew up in the scene? And how did they help you guys realize your worth? Um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, like, I mean, it was definitely, it's definitely cool. Like, you know, I, I think like Dave when we, uh on the greatest generation tour which is the i think the last tour we did with them we um, went to that remember that yeah we, did. we, we, we played uh, in toronto <laughs> oh nice yeah. we played uh times square at the best buy theater mm-hmm. oh yeah, like, yeah yeah it was sold out and like dave was like you know we used to play basement shows in indiana with these guys and now we're playing times square which is like a you know crazy, crazy. moment um yeah. But yeah, like uh, we, like I think, Supi hit us up on MySpace and like asked mm-hmm. us to if he could book our New Jersey show or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, we did, and then we just kind of you know we stayed with him after kind of you know hit you know hit it off, and then uh, um, and then like you know they would always just like hit us up and be like, yo, I see you're playing like Fresno. Can we're going to be in the area. Can we play on the show too? I'm like, All right. And like, <laughs> they were just like, always kind of bugging to get us on our, uh, to get on our shows and stuff. And, mm-hmm. um, and then we just kind of like our friendship just kept growing. And then we like, then we just started getting put on tours with them. And then, you know, we just start, we toured like once a year together um, mm-hmm. for, for basically our whole, after that, um, and yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was cool seeing them like grow the way they did. Um, mm-hmm. And like having them in our corner always helped. I'm, I'm sure. Um, I, I love those dudes. Uh, yeah. Great guys. Like, I mean, I, I mean, we're still close. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, try to talk to them regularly. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's cool. It's like, it's, you know, it's cool th- seeing things like that happen to friends that you like. For what it's worth, are you a fan of Get Stoked on it? No. Okay. <laughs> There's one song on it that I remember liking a lot. Uh, Fruit Punch. Yeah, no. Uh, 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 you think trains are right? Um, I like. You know, it, I mean, I feel that record. I mean, they're not stoked on it. No, they can't. <laughs> uh, Trust me. <laughs> like, uh, uh, they had a. It was it, it was kind of a jokey and it was just not very serious. Um, but yeah. they had some catchy stuff, I guess. It still sounds, but, it's just like but when they put out that fun. Salinger thing, that I think that was like I like mm-hmm. like told them I was like I think you're onto something here. Yeah. Well, honestly, we went to those 10th anniversary shows in Philly 
okay you, you guys played and yeah that was uh, a lot of fun yeah when yeah. they played fruit punch at the end though i mean that was just Helen lost it dude i lost <laughs> it we were we literally I... headed towards the back because we thought they were going to end on salinger again for the third night oh. in a row and oh. we, were, we had to drive back to buffalo like over, in, all in a blizzard so we were like oh, oh yeah it was, it was it was like february right it was a whiteout the whole way home and then yeah we, we, were, we were standing in the back and then we just we just hear that that, that synth come in and just dude it was amazing <laughs> i was actually the first person to get dropped by security at that show oh wow yeah i, I was the first person to congrats I was the first person to go up and then they just dropped me on my head and I'm like, that's a great way to start the show. Come on. Mm-hmm. And they, they lost all that drone footage. So lost. It oh yeah. 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 Um, I mean, could have been on it. Absolutely. Yeah. And that was, that was a lot of fun though. That was, that was, that was a cool thing. We, I mean, we got to go hang out in Philly with them for like three days and mm-hmm. um, that was like a fun thing to do in our last year. Mm-hmm being a band yeah. i think i think that was 2015 right or was it yeah 14? it was yeah it was february 2015 yeah so yeah our last year yeah fantastic they, they did a really good job putting dave's it together birthday was somewhere in there too who's i think dave's birthday was in there oh too. yeah well dave chris and brett are all like within a week of each other oh, okay. oh yeah wasn't his birthday like at the show yeah it was one of those days i think so it's i remember very, that very possible february yeah. 7th is his Sixth birthday eighth. yeah, yeah so i think we right sang happy middle. birthday for him or something yeah. we did <clears throat> Yeah, the whole crowd saying happy birthday. That rest sounds peace, yeah, that's, baseball. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were gonna say rest in peace, Dave. I was like, I, I'm actually gonna see him in a couple days. Like, <laughs> oh, is he coming out here? Or is there something there? I need to know? I'm going out to Chicago to see him. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was just there actually. Yeah. I, I was literally just there on uh, St. Patrick's Day of all days, and I forgot completely to go check out the water. Oh, the Green River. Green. Yeah. Like, <sighs> I never, I never checked that out. And I, I don't know if I was ever there on St. Patrick's Day, but I like. Yeah. uh i stayed there like you know i was i was dating someone that lived in chicago so whenever yeah. we were off tour i would stay there um but i don't know if i ever saw the green river i should yeah chicago's cool my, though, my, my last name's o'neill like yeah what the hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually i found out i'm not that irish no <laughs> no i'm not irish either i'm just how much bit. are you like eight or nine percent i'm 75 uh, less than me sorry you're 75 percent irish 75 like yeah. 20 wow <laughs> Yeah, I I, th- I thought I'd be like at least twenty five, yeah, um, if not more. But uh, uh, yep, like nine percent. But you spit in a tube and <laughs> sent it in the mail, and they said you yeah. Hate. And now I can't commit any crimes. Yeah, I'm um, just uh, I'm seventy five percent Irish, twenty five percent punk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah I'm I'm mostly punk. So yeah, that, sure. that's what it said. It said yeah. mostly punk. On a scale, on a scale of uh, one to ten, how punk are you? <laughs> 11 obviously wow, okay wow that was actually wow. a question on the list but like i skipped ahead a couple yeah. that was the question on the list he's been so excited to say that yeah. in the past couple of days <laughs> yeah no, I'm, a, I'm a proper do you, punk do you still find new artists and musical genres to enjoy after you've been in music as long as you have yeah uh like uh not as not as much as like um when I was younger, yeah, yeah, like because uh, you haven't heard anything before when you were younger, yeah. So. Well, sure, sure, yeah, but like, I now there's like, I have like maybe five albums a year I get like stoked on, yeah, um, sure. and everything else is like, oh, cool or whatever. Like before, I I think I was like every album's awesome, every album you know what like I mean? Killer, yeah. yeah. And then you look back and they're not really all that killer. Yeah, but... or they might have been, but you're just more excited about it. But like, yeah, no, I like, I get very excited about like 
just new artists and like yeah. if the song resonates with me then it's... and you still you still check out like new and upcoming yeah. albums and artists yeah yeah, yeah. The, you still uh, keep up to date on like all the bands that you toured with yeah uh, try I, to. I think so i mean a lot of a lot of them have stopped um yeah. but a lot of them have new bands and I, I yeah i try to i try to keep up with like you know what my friends are doing but also just like kind of like anything like you know i you know have your ground with run for cover uh, or any of the you know labels like you know pure noise or uh sure like whatever um so i have but i'm uh, like like i'm always trying to keep my ear to the ground of of that stuff Mm -hmm. like always you know it is like you know, I have a mixed relationship with the streaming era, but like, I found so many artists through Spotify and like, sure. mm-hmm. yeah. When um, I, when I was in high school, I used to go through Last FM and just look every similar artist I and mean, artist I liked and just list, download and listen to every single one of them. Yeah. And that's, and you can do that on Spotify. And I've, mm-hmm. I've done that a handful of times, especially like older stuff. I'm like, you know, I'll listen to like, you know, I listened to a lot of 90s like indie rock stuff like Supertronic mm-hmm. or Pavement or, sure. um, and I'll just like kind of, you know, find like more obscure bands in that mm-hmm. in that world, and kind of mm-hmm. or or it will sometimes a lot it will like uh, force me uh, to uh, um like revisit old bands like because I'll be yeah. oh I haven't listened to this band forever like, yeah or I never really cared for them before let's see if it changes yeah yeah I, yeah like I can check out a lot of stuff um I kind of hate the the publicness because i like yeah. people will like every now and then i'll get text be like you're listening to this band and i'm like oh man i just wanted to see if it holds up <laughs> yeah that's awesome I mean, it doesn't uh <laughs> <laughs> do you uh do you pick up records still or do you just straight stream everything for the most part um i i try to pick up records i i haven't in a while i haven't since like because all my records are back in detroit and i'm like ah. i didn't have room in my car for them um, <laughs> and i, I kind of want to figure out how to get them out here yeah um now that i'm a little more solidified out here but like i haven't needed them because i can stream so exactly i don't, I don't know i don't know i'm i've just been thinking about getting a record player and just kind of starting it out here but um because i like to you know that's a good way to support bands is mm-hmm. and like having having a physical album is cool it's the best yeah um i'm i miss kind of liner notes and everything i love holding yeah it. i mean the liner notes were huge for me like growing up like that's how i got into so many bands because i was like mm-hmm. oh like green day likes a band called the riverdales like i'll check out the riverdales and like yeah, yeah. um you know or whoever like you know I, i'd love to looking at no effects liner notes or rancid liner notes yeah like i still gotta see rancid bands. they're so sick they're my favorite or like band. even yeah, even your favorite artwork you get like the open you open up the gatefold and there's other cool interpretations to go yeah. along with yeah exactly know. yeah you know and so, you know some bands put more like effort into their art than others um and but i think it's like a really cool medium for artwork too yeah like in uh in terms of new music i'm pretty stoked on that new i call fives ep i haven't heard it well they're they're actually in the studio right now making it yeah okay pretty soon oh you're stoked to listen to it yeah yeah casey from the wonder years is producing it oh that'll be cool yeah uh yeah he's i like casey he's Uh, tight dude yeah i never really listened to that band like and like yeah honestly like that like obviously like we got paired with those bands a bunch and stuff like that and like yeah and it's cool but that's not necessarily my genre of your jam yeah. yeah so i mean maybe i'm sure it will be somewhat cool so. yeah for sure um yeah oh i was gonna say uh that 
the punk festival that's coming in, I think November. Are you going to check that out? The one that's like no FX, Pennywise, gutter mouth. Where, where at? It's out here somewhere. I think Pomona or something. Uh, I mean, probably not, but I mean, Pretty I like, wild. like, I like all those bands. I mean, well, what bands do you say? I know it's uh, no effects, Pennywise, uh, gutter mouth, which I'm a big fan of them. Um, I mean, they're, they're, they're a time and place band for me. I like, I loved gutter mouth, but I don't yeah. know. I don't know how well they hold up for me. Dude, Pennywise, I, saw like, <laughs> I, saw them, I saw them right before COVID hit, like in, in March here. Yeah. They, they play, That was actually funny. That was the only show I've ever seen at a bowling alley. And it, <laughs> it was in Encino. Dude, the freaking singer was hammered drunk. And there were oh, like... He seems like a maniac. He's a maniac. And there were like <laughs> three fights in like the first song. Like they almost shut the whole thing down. Sure. So it was sick. That's That, that checks out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's again, like that's the scene I definitely like came like yeah grew up in. Um, mm-hmm. those are those are my you know bands. I love that stuff. But like, yeah. doesn't like I'll listen to like I'll go back and listen to No Effects. You know, I actually had a like during quarantine, I had a, like a big No Effects phase where yeah. I was listening to them a bunch. But like so a lot of that stuff is like like I I don't listen to as much anymore. Yeah. Yeah um no oh, go ahead do you still uh go to shows a lot now that you you know played so many and been around them so much so so long yeah yeah i, I still like going to shows a lot um, yeah um especially uh i mean i'll go see my my friend when my friends come through town or like i'll go see their shows and it'll be you know especially if i like the band it'll be awesome um uh like i it's been a I mean, obviously, it's been a moment for any shows, but like yeah. I, I, I went to um, the last band that I was like, just genuinely stoked to see, see the band was Modern Life Is War. They played here mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. I think in January of 2020, and yeah. I had, like spent most of the time looking for parking, so I only caught a few <laughs> songs. But uh, yeah, but yeah, I still I still like going to shows. I went to shows all the time in Detroit, but like yeah. the last. I feel like the last year or two I was in Detroit, like, like I would kind of only come out when like friends were in town. Like, yeah, a lot of the time I would, you know, I was just at comedy shows all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are there any genres that you've gotten into more recently that you didn't care for much before? Um, I know you guys are big pop fans. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know about new new genres because I, uh, you know, my main, you know genres are punk and indie uh yeah indie rock um and you know but i've always loved i've always loved pop music i've always loved you know hip-hop um so i mean i don't know like i'm a a big fan i like i've been more into like jazz as like background music lately yeah like so crazy a lot of people have been saying that super cool um and uh when i lived with brett uh he'd always have the the scatolites in the background like early ska band yeah um and it was so that was always like just background morning music mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like really uplifting there was one cool indie rock band that played warped a long time ago called funeral funeral party i remember the name i don't remember pretty much cool. yeah i don't remember much they didn't last them. long but they were good yeah. um okay yeah there's a handful of like hidden gems on a warp tour that didn't sound like warp tour bands um 
Yeah. That was always Even cool. Katie like Perry. There, Katy Perry. <laughs> oh, Katy Perry. Yeah, sh- sure. Dude, I she mean, was so punk rock when she I, was I, on that. She was like stage diving. Yeah. I saw Eminem on Warp Tour. Yeah. Oh, in like 98. 99, yeah. Oh. Uh, and uh, I mean, they always had that like kind of, I mean, Machine, Get, Machine Gun Kelly was on our year. Like, they always had like a, a person that like ends up blowing up. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, for our year, the band that was like, was a band called Dead Sarah, which is like, oh, yeah. They kind of sounded like a, you know, a grungy Janis Joplin. Like okay. yeah, so, sounding band, it was mm-hmm. it was cool. Mm-hmm. We'd, uh, we'd 20, go out of our way to watch them. <laughs> it was 2012 warped or 2011. We did 2012, yeah. 2012, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, any I'm, funny warp tour memories? Was there anything crazy going on there? Uh, I'm sure it's kind of a blur. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. So, um our uh you know it was our first time ever doing a bus and we had to you know we weren't getting you know paid a ton and buses are expensive oh yeah so so we had to um we had to get the cheapest kind of bus we could um and we had to uh we rented out all the bunks on the bus that we weren't using to other just you know people on the tour that and we ended up getting up getting along with the people we rented to which was good um it's always a bonus yeah yeah um but uh one one day uh like you know we're, you know you drive overnight because the you know the mm-hmm. warp tours are so okay. far apart and uh we like tim our drummer he came out to go uh to the bathroom in the middle of the night and there was just this like elderly couple just sitting in our lounge like while they were driving <laughs> what and Tim was just like in his underwear and was just like, How did these people get here? Yeah. And, and then he like, he texted, like, he went back to bed, but he texted like all of us in the band, like in, a, in our manager in a group chat. And then like, we're like, uh, we confronted our driver and we're like, um, What is this about? <laughs> yeah. Who, who are these people? And he's like, Oh, they, I met him at a rest stop in like Atlanta and they needed a ride to Orlando. So I decided to give it to him. <laughs> and like, and, and you're like what he's like don't worry he was a minister i checked his minister id and we're like that's not and a he paid thing. for it <laughs> that's even worse <laughs> yeah and and we're like dude like like you know some of us had girlfriends out on the tour and like all of our money was there you know all of yeah, our lives were there <laughs> and we're like we, we didn't know these people like you can't just pick up hitchhikers did he, like, uh, did he feed you guys communion every day what's that did he feed you uh, communion every day? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so we we like we're like had this like you know confront him and we tried to fire him, <laughs> but it was so late into the summer that no other bus drivers were available and like the only like other option was to do, like trade drivers with someone on tour. Oh, and we're like, we're not going to do that either. to people that we're on tour with. Like, and it was yeah. like. It, like we already had issues with this driver like he would always get like try to leave us behind like if we weren't on time and we're like no yeah. like you can't leave band members behind like <laughs> what? just because you're on a schedule like yeah. like we're like not like completely disrespectful of your schedule like yeah. and he would just like have issues with like you know rooms we booked and then he like accused us of stealing his flip phone and like what uh, it was it was just a whole thing but yeah it was that that was pretty wild <laughs> So did you say you ended up getting a new one or no? No, we didn't get a new one. Oh. We, he ended up apologizing 
and we're just like that was like all we could do it's like accept it and like oh these people made it to orlando in your i guess i guess so because it because it was like you know you drove overnight so we're like by the time we were up they were not on the bus anymore Um, oh okay I would so have gotten, was, you know, freaking, I wouldn't have gotten much sleep that night. Yeah. Well, we didn't know until they were already gone except for Tim. Um, yeah. And that's and the only reason we know is because Tim, you know, got up to go yeah. be in the middle of the night. Uh, but yeah, so that was wild. Uh, I don't like, I don't, I don't remember. Like, there's a lot of stuff on that tour. It was just mm-hmm. kind of wild. We got to go to that six flags in uh buffalo darien lake oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lake. hell yeah. yeah with the superman yeah <laughs> the you all rode it together holding hands yeah i i held someone's hand on a roller coaster <laughs> that, that night it was, it was pretty magical that's epic actually if funny we, story now yeah. that we're thinking of that um when i was five years old i went to darien lake with my family and i basically ran away to go on the pirate ship ride and my mom found me on there with some random woman and she got real mad. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. was she more mad at you or mad at the random woman? Angry. No, she was mad at me because I just sure. I was like right. We were we were like walking by that ride and I think we were with my cousins or something. It was like my mom, my sister, and my cousins. And I just kind of like slipped away from like holding her hand or whatever and just yeah. ran on this pirate ship ride because I was just like, That's <laughs> nice. my ride. This yeah. is here. I'm here. And there she saw go. me. She spotted me on it and she was like, What the hell? Yeah. Daring like was nothing to me because i grew up going to cedar point oh yeah cedar point's sure. the best i'm, I'm going there august honestly oh nice yeah, it was, be, it, yeah. that's like two hours from us so that was yeah. always our like our yeah you know, i went like every summer that's only mm-hmm. two hours from detroit yeah about oh, that I yeah i just actually passed it uh, like uh, literally like a couple weeks ago coming back out here i went through sandusky yeah. actually no that was that was actually the way there. Sandusky. yeah yeah sandusky <laughs> did you ever go to the thirsty pony that restaurant next to it no but that's a great name for uh, it's hilarious I, there was there was an island that i used like i had a, f- a couple of friends that would work on there for the summer like right mm-hmm. off of the you know water in sandusky and lake erie and so yeah that was always fun to go visit them that's where uh what's that movie tommy boy takes place yeah in sandusky yeah uh but yeah the thirst the thirsty pony is like a like a restaurant and a bowling alley and i think they got what? a water park i think there's laser tag there's a lot of bowling alley themed in this podcast. I know. We yeah, should we're going to have to go bowling. What do you bowl, what do you bowl usually? Like 100? What's my score? Yeah. Like uh, 70? I'm around a 90, I think, is my okay. average. I think the last time I bowled, it was in the 90s. Not making yeah. like a silly I was trying to hit 100. Here. I don't think I got there, but I haven't yeah. bowled in like 15 years. Mm-hmm. Not, not to make a silly joke, but like this is literally – my score was 269. That Damn. was like my best score ever. I got That's like eight a- strikes in a row. That's a crazy score. Yeah, it was crazy. And also nice. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the another bowling alley uh, um, venue is in the Magic Stick in Detroit, which is like a legendary venue and like you oh know, yeah, play a bunch of hometown shows there and stuff like that. But uh, the the venue's upstairs, but downstairs is uh, a a bowling alley called the Garden Bowl, and I think it's like the oldest running. Mm-hmm. uh bowling alley uh mm-hmm. in the states yeah um, they still do shows there right i'm pretty sure I yeah, saw they, that. Don't do, yeah. they don't do shows on the bowling lanes no, no. it's not on the bowling although <laughs> although that hardcore band i was in we uh we played uh a, a festival they have a festival every christmas called uh mm-hmm. black christmas and uh we played it's black metal a, band 
yeah a bunch of black male <laughs> fans. uh we 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 played a uh, um on the on the lanes of the the bowling alley that's amazing uh, that sounds and, like the best time ever yeah well, it was weird it was a stage on the lanes oh. but like no uh, no one in the crowd though they could step on the lanes so they like we're like you know 100 feet away from us so well, if they were the doing that, they'd all be slipping and yeah, falling into each exactly. other. Exactly. So it was like it was this really weird like gap between. So you played at the, the back of the lanes. Yeah. And the crowd was at the other end. That's, yeah. It seems. Why didn't they put the stage like closer? I, who knows? <laughs> That's I, hilarious. I, I don't have an answer for that. And it's it was like super awkward. It was my first show with the band. I was like, this is like, this cool. is weird. <laughs> yeah. You came back for round two though. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is the word buncom the greatest word in the English language? Buncom? Yeah. It means uh, uh, gibberish or foolish talk. And I think it's the best word in the English language. I, I like it. Yeah. I, I, don't know. <laughs> I, I wasn't familiar with buncom before. Um, I mean, it was the word it, of the in the sense of the word. I was familiar with the, you know. Is that how it's pronounced? I thought it was buncom. Buncom. It sounds like something Beavis and Butthead would say. It sounds silly and inappropriate. It was a word of the day in the (laughs) Merriam-Webster dictionary a while back, and it's become my favorite word of all time. (laughs) I like buns, and I like cum. (laughs) (laughs) We knew you had a If it's it's a compound word, I'm... I'm It's one word, B-U-N-K-U-M. Yeah, but, you know... Is it sure, you like buns and you like cum. Got it. Yeah, Yeah, put that on my tombstone, please. (laughs) That that'll be the, the clip I share. Yeah. <laughs> is there a band got... you guys you guys wish you toured with? That's a good one. Um I was I was honestly a huge fan of this time next year and I never got to see them. I mean, yeah, we toured with them a bunch. Um yeah. like, you know, still still buddies with those those peeps. Uh <laughs> a band that we wish I wish I would have toured with. Uh I mean, so many, I guess. Uh Ozzy Osbourne. Ozzy, yeah, I mean, I would, yeah, I, that would be great. Uh, I mean, I, I would have loved to tour with like Green Day being such an important band for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys or, never did like you know, a festival even with them? Or Rancid, no, or mm-hmm. yeah, or Rancid. Um, we, I mean, we, we crossed paths with a bunch of bands that like I grew up loving, like in festivals and stuff like that, but we, you know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Bad Religion would have been another one that I would love to t- have toured with, but mm-hmm. I mean, we did we did a festival tour with them, which was cool, and we got to watch them a bunch. Um, uh, I mean, I I'm sure I you know I would love to tour with Oasis, but uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I you yeah, know, I'm back, sure there's man. a billion bands, but um, from our world, yeah, I think like um, yeah, I think Green Day would probably have been like the mm coolest one for me personally just because of the, the history they have for me or yeah. or rancid per se but i don't know if that would have gone over that well but uh um yeah i mean all those you know i i can name a ton of bands i loved growing up that i would have loved to play with but i don't have like there wasn't anything like that was like like a goal that like you know or something close to happening that didn't happen i don't think so when you play shows, do you prefer the smaller, intimate, packed-in venues, or do you like the bigger capacities? Um, I, I think in general, I prefer the the smaller, like you know, intimate, um, packed, packed room. But the, you know, yeah. there's there's a wow factor when you play like for a, a couple thousand people, and they're like, mm-hmm. like a and good you got the lights and everything. Yeah, yeah, and some people, you know, and there's people singing along, especially if you're far from home. Like it's like Soundwave. Was that like the biggest crowd you had? 
Yes, like yes, Soundwave. Yeah, I think we had you know a few thousand people watching us or some. I I remember the the Sydney one being like a lot of people watching us and that's crazy. Uh, yeah, and then you know some some you know club shows here would be you know we'd play opening for not headlining but opening for other bands would be like you know a couple thousand mm-hmm. um people and uh that there, there's like if it goes well there's like a wow factor and you feel really good about it and it's like but if if the set goes poorly and like people don't seem into it it's like extra like daunting <laughs> like yeah um because it's just like falls super flat Mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right um most interesting venue you've ever played a show in it's probably like one of the 18 bowling alleys it was probably like a tree house <laughs> uh i mean we've played a lot of interesting kyle's people. attic yeah, Ky- kyle's kyle's at- yeah, i mean that was interesting um i mean it was always interesting when we had to go up like narrow flights Four of flights stairs of with all of our gear <laughs> uh, like there's this place in montreal called the underground which was three f- like flights above ground oh, wow. uh, that we'd have to always like carry base cabs and everything up um mm-hmm. uh i don't there's uh there's a venue in um richmond called the national that like uh like the green room area is just like huge and has like pool tables and saunas and hot tubs and like so that was always fun like mm-hmm. uh uh i remember we were we played with newfound there and they were playing and chris and i just like got naked and went in the sauna and they came back <laughs> from playing they're like what are you guys doing and we're just like in their green room like and naked in the sun and they're like, they're like what the fuck and we're like, eh, and we're, <laughs> yeah um uh yeah uh interesting venues that i mean that's that i mean that's just a super nice venue as far as um and uh i mean we've i played like you know i've played in a barn played in a barn for sure (laughs) have you played in a in an italian restaurant we have a we have a venue here that's an italian restaurant oh yeah we do or like a day uh we've both been playing in restaurants i don't know we played in like (laughs) uh we played in a it 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 was essentially an Applebee's, but like it was that style of restaurant, but it was like an independent yeah, restaurant. Mm-hmm. But uh, we we played some there. I've played a donut shop. Um, a donut shop? Which donut yeah. shop? It was in like Lima, Ohio or somewhere around there. Like um, I played like an old, like I think it was like an old like film warehouse in Jacksonville. Okay. Uh, wow. Um and yeah you know handful of bars and restaurants we played a um like an old slaughterhouse in luxembourg once what there's like, there like meat really hooks on the ceiling and wow uh was it sponsored by PETA? um uh yeah it was sponsored by PETA. <laughs> uh I, I was, sorry i was thinking about other venues my um, bad <laughs> no no you're <laughs> you're good uh yeah i I don't know like we've played a lot of interesting places do you have a favorite oh uh the rave in milwaukee it was like it's like this like um there's like five venues in one like all different caps 
and it's like it was supposedly an old like nazi sympathetic like in the world war ii it was like supposed to be like you know they're gonna be the hitler's like u.s headquarters wow um uh that that's that's you know at least the rumor i i I haven't done too much research to know the truth of it but it was like it had this like abandoned pool that was hidden in there and there's like all these like secret rooms and stuff like that it was a pretty wild place and in the hotel that jeffrey Dahmer was caught at was across the street which oh which which area was that again milwaukee milwaukee yeah i like my i like me some Dahmer, especially those movies they made on him yeah the one a couple years ago my friend Dahmer or whatever yeah yeah that was good wasn't it yeah yeah i I enjoyed that yeah that was in the movie pass era where I would like go to I had a movie pass and I'd go to movies like every day. <laughs> Dude, I loved movie pass when that was. Yeah, like, I mean, obviously oh. it went under that. Make, how could yeah. that be sustainable? Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> do you do you go to the AMC's out here? Because they have like a similar thing with that. I, I know they have like a pass. I haven't, you know, I haven't because I haven't been in the movie. No one uses it every But I mean, I mean, movie pass was way better because you could literally go to any theater. But the AMC yeah. one's still cool because you get like three movies a week. Yeah. That's cool. I'll check it out once, once yeah. I feel better about going to movies. I, yeah. I guess I, I, would, I have Vax, so I can go now. Yeah, yeah. but it's cool. It's it's better than MoviePass in the sense that like MoviePass would make you like upcharge for like IMAX or Prime or 3D or whatever. That's mm-hmm. all included in the price for this oh, one. Oh, so well, that's cool. It's like 20 bucks a month. You get to see 12 movies a month. Oh, that's pretty, a good deal. That's pretty fair. tight. Yeah. yeah, I'll do that. I'll we'll, we'll catch a flick. That's I feel like the next question that I have is actually better suited after Kellen's question. Oh, okay. Perfect. So let's do that. Have you ever got absolutely wrecked in a mosh pit or, <laughs> or injured while playing a set? <sighs> while playing yes. a set. I don't think, uh, I don't think so. Um, I, uh, let's see. I, uh, I fell during a set once what? uh and it it like i didn't get injured really it sounds like the worst thing you want to do in a set yeah it was i didn't want to do it <laughs> um but it was in montreal and it was like the venue was like super dark and like i like tripped over a monitor and i was like playing but i was like trying to like catch myself so mm-hmm. like I uh stumbling around. I was stumbling around, so it was like this really slow motion fall, and yeah. I like ended up falling on my knees, but like a lot after I tripped, so it was like this really slow motion thing. Um did people laugh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially people that I was in a band with. Wow. <laughs> um uh but you know I know Brett Brett has fallen a bunch of times, just like kind of just like rocking out and just like falling over. Uh yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I've like been injured playing. Yeah. I I got, um, I got like punched in the face like uh, playing a, a set in uh, Panama. What? Uh, it, um, and yeah, and uh, and I was like upset about that. And yeah, of course, yeah, I would may have retaliated against the person who did. <laughs> uh, but they were just moshing and hit me. Um, yeah mm-hmm. happens uh I, I don't i wasn't that injured or anything mm-hmm. yeah uh i i do i do have a a crowd surfing scar from when i was 15 i was crowd surfing to the bouncing souls and i oh fell, hell yeah uh, at warp tour and i fell on the parking lot uh oh, i got dropped it was in a parking lot it wasn't on grass that's incredible yeah, was, i have yeah. a very similar one i got 
a scar on my arm from uh, Guar. Oh, at, well, at work <laughs> and that was over concrete too, I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. It was the one year was too wet. And we were yeah. talking about proper dose earlier. I'm actually in that music video. You can see me like crowd surf. And it was at the uh, the Hollywood Palladium that they filmed that at. Okay. And, yeah, I got another scar on my arm from that. Like oh, nice. when I went up for that video. So it's pretty cool. Mm. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like I've like must have been like there must have been some more injuries because we would do all stupid stuff all the time like like there's like a week on um on uh tour in the uk uh where we were like um it was like us and sayer goals and like the rule was that everyone had to stage dive or you didn't get your per diem for the day (laughs) that's and and some some of the stages were like huge and like yeah and just kind of so i feel there's like some injuries there maybe that's Um, pretty funny yeah yeah all right going back to yeah we don't you had we were just talking about mosh pits and we talked about real big fish earlier in the song in the pit in the pit yeah they have the they have the song about violence against little girls right yeah macho dudes and the wife beaters yeah. Do you think that fireworks can um, <laughs> cover the song live to spread awareness? Absolutely not. There's a word in that song <laughs> that uh, we can't say. <laughs> yeah, a little, a little problematic. I get where they're coming from, but you know. <laughs> Did you or anyone else in the band ever have any weird or awkward fan interactions? Sure. Um, Ooh. Awkward fan interactions. Uh probably all the time yeah yeah Yeah, they're um like uh we needed a place to stay once in amsterdam and like we we were like all the hotels were booked Mm -hmm. because we got there super late and we didn't plan ahead um and so we got internet somehow because we didn't have it on our phone or anything and we like tweeted like asking for a place to stay and then um like this this guy that had seen us the last time we were in Amsterdam like two years like yeah you come stay with me and <laughs> and we're like okay and like like I had like this burner phone that I bought for being over there and he texted mm-hmm. me and the address and we started heading that way and he's like and I was like all right we'll be there in like an hour and like he was like all right I'm I'm gonna be waiting in a I'm I'm waiting in the corner. I'm wearing a blue firework shirt and some like red pants or something like that. And I, I was like, all right, dude, like we're gonna be an hour. I'm waiting. And then uh, <laughs> we get we get there and sure enough, he was there in the firework shirt. Um oh and then like uh uh he like was like, We have to be quiet, my parents are sleeping. I was like, They don't do know, they know we're gonna be here? And he's like, It's fine. And we're like, Okay. <laughs> and then we like we get there and it's just like one couch and like hardwood floors and we don't have like much sleeping stuff because we're in europe and yeah yeah uh so we're just like all right this sucks but like let's just go to bed and like we'll get out of here or whatever and then like (laughs) and then all of a sudden he he comes down with a blanket and just like sleeps next to us uh and we're like we're like that's weird and then we wake up and his whole family's just eating breakfast, like and like watching us sleep. And we're just like, ah, and it was like just super uncomfortable. And then we're like, 
uh, okay, we we need to leave. And then the door was locked from the inside, so we couldn't get out. We had to wait for them <laughs> to unlock. And it was it was just a it sounds weird really fun. awkward. Is that where the fireworks came in? You just used some fireworks to blow up the door? Sure, sure. Hell yeah. Uh, um, I mean, yeah. There's there's been other weird weird stuff like sure. um nothing nothing like crazy, but like you know definitely met some characters along the way. Yeah. Um, which have provided just like weird stuff Amusement. you know weird stories that maybe i don't want to get into but <laughs> i love that uh dave did a cover of i am the challenger on youtube and totally pretended it wasn't his song is he the funny guy in the band oh dave is the funniest person i know yeah. um, <laughs> but he did what <laughs> there's literally a video on youtube of him playing i am the challenger and it says cover oh really <laughs> and it's hilarious who it's who... amazing I just it's probably right on there. I literally saw this like a week or yeah, two. Yeah, I wonder ago. I wonder who posted that because or did yeah. he because I don't that's... I think he posted it. It wasn't even like somebody else filming it. It was like a webcam or something. Oh really? I'll have to check that out because but yeah, but regardless, he's like he's like the funniest person I know. Like he's like yeah, so funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Who whose brilliant idea was it to go on indefinite hi- hiatus? Uh I mean brilliant it was it was kind of like just kind of natural kind of i mean i think dave you know kind of brought up the idea yeah. um and but uh burned out at like, that point for a little yeah bit. i mean we did i we you know on the last record we did three u.s tours we did japan australia mm-hmm. uk like um yeah. we weren't in the headspace to write another record like people kind of wanted to explore other avenues of life and yeah sure. of course you know it was it was hard to make that call um but I mean, I, th- I think it like was probably better for everyone. At, yeah, it was you know, ultimately like, yeah, I mean, yeah, like, cause like, like I was saying earlier, like it was like wrapped up in our identity. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, we kind of needed to explore other stuff before we could revisit it. And, mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel more well rounded now than I did when we ended. So, yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's great. I, th- I think it's, yeah, I think it's good. How pumped are you to eventually hit the stage again? uh i i'm excited if it happens yeah i'm yeah. uh whether yeah. that's fireworks or performing or anything yeah yeah in in general i'm excited to perform in some capacity yeah, yeah. i just yeah it's i just there's something about it that i just like <laughs> need that feeling that's my happy spot so yeah absolutely yeah so now we got our, our famous bullshit speed <laughs> speed round that Ooh. we do at the end of every episode i just ask a bunch of bullshit and you answer them Okay, I'm going to start because I got a special one. Huh? Oh, you're going to start, start with a different one? Yeah. All right, yeah, go for it. One more that's not on the list. Let's go. Yeah, hold, okay. can, can you hold on one second? Oh, yeah, absolutely. of course. I have to... I have to you got a tinkle? I, no, well, I, I do, <laughs> but I can I can hold that. My uh, my friend that I live with, uh, he was asking for a ride from the airport, and uh, and he doesn't need anyone, anyone anymore, so he wanted to make sure that I knew that so oh no worries yeah so we're good now i, oh, I thought you were gonna say you had to go to the airport i was like yeah sure, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> you guys want to come with me to the airport yeah let's go yeah, Alex is fun dude but now i, I always have to go to the airport fly right. out of burbank i'm telling you right now it's a little bit more money but you don't have to pay for like the uber or you don't have to have a friend pick you up well I, i'm close to lax so oh you are okay yeah so burbank's a little further that, yeah. that, that uber would have been more for me <laughs> burbank's sweet though literally you would just walk in and walk out like 
in terms of getting your luggage and everything. It's so fast. Dude, I, yeah, I love a I love an airport like that. Like one time we flew out of um to go to the UK, we mm-hmm. flew out of Lansing, Michigan. Okay. Um, which was it was like fifteen hundred dollars cheaper to fly out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had to fly from Lansing to Chicago to New Jersey to the UK, so it was like a whole thing. Yeah. But like we got to the airport and they're like uh no one was at the airport at all and was like are you the five going to london and we're like yeah and they're like yeah we've been waiting for you they got the sign no line of security and like yeah they got like a sign there everybody's taking your bags (laughs) yeah for real there's someone waiting for us with a bag i was like because no one was coming to the airport but they knew we were coming so (laughs) the sign says o'neill and friends yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that's how we referred o'neill and friends All right, All right, go for it, Adam. Start the speed round. Here we go for the bullshit speed round. Okay. If you had to kiss one member of Fireworks, who would you kiss? I'd kiss every one of them. Okay. Uh, Where, where yeah. did this come from? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, um, I'm trying to think of who I've kissed the most. Got to be uh, Dave. Yeah, probably Dave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Best movie ever. Back to the Future. Ooh, 85. Let's go. All yeah. right. Favorite holiday? Uh, I'm a, I'm a big um, Christmas guy. Uh, okay. I mean, in the secular sense of it, mm-hmm, sure. uh, yeah. I mean, that was, I, I, it's a time of friendship and family, mm-hmm. so I like that. that. Was kind of like a fireworks homage, just the question itself. So, kind of worked. Yeah, not the Fourth of July. I'm not super patriotic. Yeah. <laughs> what about Halloween? I don't like fireworks that much, guys. Oh, yeah, I mean, ha- Halloween. I love Halloween. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and I, I like Thanksgiving too because it's mm-hmm. all thing. You get to hang out with people. Have yeah. I know. love that whole time of year because. Yeah, I mean, fall is my favorite season. Fall is my season. I miss yeah. fall. Yeah, absolutely. Especially on the East Coast with the leaves yeah. and everything. Yeah. But I love the fact that you get to go from Halloween and then to Thanksgiving and then to Christmas, New Year's. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just got so many holidays so wrapped yeah. up. Love it. Mm-hmm. Grape jelly or strawberry jelly? I'm not a jelly guy at all. So, uh, uh, but I, I would go strawberry over grape as far as flavors go. Hilarious. Yeah. What you is know, your for peanut butter? What's that? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. You said peanut butter. There's, I was, I was just gonna say for peanut, for like peanut butter sandwiches, yeah, I'm okay. peanut butter. Yeah. I'm peanut butter and honey. Oh, oh really, dude? Peanut butter and bananas though is good. Peanut butter and bananas is great too. Like the Elvis. I was thing? never a jelly guy. Like I don't know, it's just a weird consistency to me. I'd probably like it, but I just never like mm-hmm. stuck on it. Um, you asked me what my favorite fireworks yeah. song is. Yeah, what is that? And why is it like ships in the night? <laughs> Not ships in the night. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh shit um i don't know uh i i like i like my time capsule a lot oh um, me too i love that one um going crosses is super fun to play um mm-hmm. same with bed stores uh mm-hmm. yeah arrows mm-hmm. i don't know it's it's hard like i'm so connected to all, all the songs so it's like mm-hmm. yeah like i said there's nothing i've there's songs i like less but there's uh um i definitely uh you know like i said there's not too much that like i like regret putting out or anything like that so doritos or lays um currently probably lays because i've been eating vegan but and there's not too many i mean the sweet and chili doritos are vegan uh but i think i think overall flavor wise i I would go doritos Mm -hmm. i'm I'm, i haven't been a big chip guy though no yeah Mm -hmm. that's fair Mm -hmm. uh the next one on the list is your least favorite fireworks song 
ships in the night. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I don't know. Uh, like, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't have, a, I don't know. I've never like categorized them yeah. like that. Um, I can't even think of one. I like them all. Yeah. Uh, because they always, they all represent something like, and our lyrics are all like personal as like kind of yeah. a group of friends, like, because mm-hmm. we were all mm-hmm. from the same area, kind of having ex- similar experiences and we kind of, sure. the, the lyrics portrayed. were collaborative. So yeah, they always represented something that we were all about for the most part. Uh, this one's actually Adams too. You might as well ask that one. Oh, okay, I might as well because um, what is your favorite Arizona iced tea flavor? Uh, I'm or Arizona just beverage flavor. Uh, I I'm a big fan of the um the green tea one, sure. and then uh the um mucho mango. I like that one. <laughs> I, I I like the peach tea one. And, yeah, that's good. And I'm I like right now. And I and I like the um, <laughs> what is it called? Is black tea and something like sweet. ginseng ginseng yeah yeah i like that one mm-hmm. but it's been a minute since i've had it arizona they're only a dollar yeah they have cool they have cool artwork on the cans yeah. i like Singing what's the other one my forearm tattooed as a arizona iced tea can i like the peace tea one even more i think <laughs> peace tea uh, i've had that i don't you know i don't know if... i thought they were pretty good they might be. I don't remember. Yeah. I mean, I'll have to get Arizona. They're. I remember them being super refreshing. Yeah. Uh, favorite album cover. Favorite album cover. Fuck. Dookie. Um, no. Uh, probably Dookie by Green Day. I think really? there's a lot to go with it. Or or the next one, Insomniac. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. They just reissued that. Was that? There's a new holographic cover. They just reuse, reissued oh, Insomniac. You, oh, really? It's real. I have to check that out. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm I'm looking around if I have any artwork on my wall. Like, I mean, the Descendants. Uh, oh yeah, Milo. I mean, it was like you know, just iconic stuff for like you know the Outcome the Wolves <laughs> record. But like, uh, yeah, I think those are those are very interesting ones to me. I've mm-hmm. I've you know over the years I've seen some cool like interesting packaging, but. As far as records that have kind of resonated with me, I think mm-hmm. I think those two are the coolest. All right, next one is soda or pop. Ooh, are you asking what I call it? Yeah, I think that's what the question's asking. Uh, uh well, uh, pop, but yeah. you know, I've it's easier you know, to say soda in conversation. It, it's exactly, exactly. But also, I don't drink it, so mm-hmm. I've never had I've never had a full pop or soda yo me too i swear to god i nice. hate, I hate it, the taste of fizz yeah yeah well y- yeah exactly we're yep. and we're rare but adam from fireworks is the same way and really i think eric from uh balance and composure is like that so that we're a rare breed wow. but like i'll i i agree with that like i'm not big on the carbonation but i i do drink beer and i'll uh mm-hmm. i'll i'll drink some tonic water with, with gin <laughs> gin and tonic <laughs> is what it's called yeah um, but uh that's that's as close as i get to soda um no, it's, it's, one, it's one of, time uh, we played an in-store at like a fred perry store in brooklyn yeah, yeah and yeah. they had like a craft soda company like sponsor it and like i was like i'll try like a cream soda i'd never had it you know yeah. and so i tried it and it was like pretty delicious but i was like i can't drink this yeah, <laughs> like i can't yeah. physically drink it 
so i like had like a quarter of it but yeah uh so but for conversation like i guess if it comes up like i'll i'll say soda but is is buffalo a pop oh we're pop 100 okay yes yeah. so do you have party stores yeah. dude if you say soda and buffalo you'll probably get shot if you say okay. soda people will be weird yeah 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 in michigan it's all pop uh but awesome. and we also i don't know if this is the same with buffalo but like a con- in michigan in like the detroit area a convenience store is called a party store oh i don't know about that that's hilarious and and so we'll like be like well, let's go get some pop from the party store and it's a very michigan <laughs> thing to say <laughs> sounds like yeah that's hot uh did you ask the last one i think i don't know i asked soda or pop yeah oh perfect yeah, best city a good time. i know that i always love the bullshit at the end Best city to play a set. Uh, I'm I'm gonna exclude Detroit from this one because like Detroit's yeah, that's hometown. fair. Yeah, of course, it. it's um, home. Uh, Philly, I think I think Philly's the best mm. one for us. Yeah, that's what uh, what's his face said. I think Dan for, Dan from Real Friends said that. Yeah, that makes know. sense. He he, he Philly, was like Philly's always just been such a like cool there's movie. a lot to do and stuff, right? Yeah, it's just been a cool music city. Like yeah. You know, like like all our shows like it you know since we've established ourselves have been like really do you call it uh do you call it logan square or logan circle (laughs) i I, I don't have i don't have to call it anything (laughs) okay uh favorite muppet Ooh. uh fozzy oh comedian absolutely Favorite yeah. firework to set off. <laughs> Come on, you knew that uh, was coming. Uh, I, uh, Roman candles were always fun. That's funny, dude. A couple weeks ago, I yeah. was with my uh, I was with my cousin Tyler, and he lives like kind of in the hood in Buffalo, like in <laughs> Cheektowaga, and mm-hmm. he was lighting stuff off like all night, like at like 11 p.m. He started, <laughs> and I was freaking out because like I just knew it was a bad area. I'm just like, this is not a good idea. Yeah, he yeah. lit off like an entire brick of uh, what are it called firecrackers, like okay. an entire brick, though. I mean, brick. it Go lasts on. for like five minutes, <laughs> yeah. it just sounds like unchecked. Yeah, I it's it's been a moment, a minute since I've like done anything with fireworks, yeah. like the, the actual explosives. I'm kind of yeah. bummed, honestly, because I was just driving across country and I passed so many places I can get them, and now that I'm here, I feel like oh, um, is it is it like harder to get here? Are they illegal here? I mean, I mean there's point, fireworks everywhere here. I mean, you could still, you could totally get away with setting them off. Like, you just got to go to the right spots. But um, mm-hmm. in terms of buying them, yeah, I remember last year it was like really hard. Like, I went and all yeah. they had was like sparklers. And I'm like, what is this? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Cause in, in Michigan, like, we always had to drive to Ohio to get yeah, like, we drive fireworks. To but, but now they're legal in Michigan. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think, I yeah. think we had to drive to like Erie, PA. Yeah. Usually. But they, they legalized the some of the smaller ones, but not any of the cool ones. Mm-hmm. So you got to go to PA for the cool ones still. Yeah, sure. As long as people are cool about it. I mean, there's always assholes that start like now, you know, setting off fireworks there way before July 4th. Yeah, and there's also people <laughs> setting off fires with them. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I know. I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I can't afford to lose any more hands, so I, uh, <laughs> I try to stay away from them right now. That's fair. I don't want to throw any uh, locations under the bus with this question but yeah, the worst do. city to play a set uh <laughs> or the worst set experience you've had i guess can i just guess that it's tulsa oklahoma because that place sucks <laughs> i've been there and it's like a ghost town it, it was like when covid started but i went there like five years ago i i actually day. stayed there on the um 
on the my drive out here my brother had like a a friend who lives in Tulsa and like had like a tiny home in his backyard and he just like gave me the code to it and I just like parked slept there <laughs> and then left. um nothing but, good there and I, I got a I went to a cool coffee house in the morning uh oh, okay. uh That's cool Hell yeah. no, Tulsa, we, we only played Tulsa once and it was a really cool show. Um, okay. it was, we were just like trying, I think we're getting out to the West coast somehow. And it was just a show we jumped on, but it was us modern life is war trash talk and, uh, wow. crap them. So we were kind of out of place, but it was like really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, there's this guy there that, uh, uh, we ended up becoming friends with his name. Was, uh, I won't say his name, but, uh, he, uh, he was he was liked us and he was excited that we were there and he was like yeah my dad owns like a rental property and like you guys can stay there for the night and we're like okay cool and we get there and it's like like under construction it's just this like house that's like completely being renovated <laughs> yeah and like he's just staying there he, there's like trash bags with his sleeping bag on it just in this corner and like we had invited trash doc to stay with us wow. and like so we get there and trash doc walks in and they're like nah and they, <laughs> and they just left and we we like half like half of us slept like on like desks or something in there and like yeah. the rest in the van um that was our one tell us experience hmm. but as far as uh um wait isn't the gold guy there like that gold statue i think I that's the I one cool thing i saw there it's like this i don't, huge I don't know um i don't know i mean like yeah like the middle of the country is always rough you know as far you know oklahoma's the kansas yeah but like like the towns are kind of cool like is you know you know i I always enjoyed going to lawrence kansas but like our shows are like very so so there how many people there yeah 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 um and uh i'm trying to think uh yeah, I mean, there's like we've played like a bunch of small towns that are like, you know, for for whatever reason, when gospel came out, we were booked in like a bunch of. Uh, we played like four, four Eastern PA towns in the in the same week, wow. and like, and one of them was you know Philly for the Wonder Years release show, so everyone just went to that show. Yeah, and like all these other shows yeah. are just like very subpar. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know why that happened. Um. But yeah, I mean, you know, we've it, it, so many factors, but uh, there's not one city that I'm just like, I hate going there. Um, yeah. Do you still get uh, pretzels with them at midnight? What's that? Oh, <laughs> the pretzels at midnight. Uh, Wasn't that a lyric? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, they wrote a lyric about it. It was. Uh, it was yeah, because I was hoping a, I wasn't wrong there. <laughs> there, there was a pretzel factory in um that yeah. in in Philly that would make the pretzels for the street vendors. Yeah, but you could like go, mm-hmm. you could go just to the factory yeah, and get them, yeah. and like so we would do it at like midnight because I think that's when they started selling them. Yeah, sure. they, is they it true? Is it true that it's illegal to put a pretzel in a bag there? uh i it's been a while since i've studied philly law but uh <laughs> uh so, so I up on it now. i've known yeah. that forever and I don't, I, I don't know why that's a freaking law but it's funny oh, yeah man. i mean sure it makes sense someone is grumpy about something <laughs> yeah favorite but, uh, go, go ahead go ahead sorry oh, I, I was gonna say uh chris from fireworks and i we we had a a tradition that at, when we first started touring that every time we would go to philly we'd leave a cookie on benjamin franklin's grave so but that you know that fizzled out that's pretty good uh favorite horror movie uh 
Halloween. Hell yeah, there you go. Yeah, classic. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Actually, I have I have a Halloween poster right above my head. I have it signed by literally everybody except for three people. Oh, nice. And I'm still trying to hunt them down. Got to get Jamie still. Oh, well, yeah, that's I'll be yeah. a hard one to get. Yeah. Um, her, her and then uh, the other girl, Nancy Loomis, and then like the little girl that she's like babysitting and then everybody else I got. That's cool. Pretty yeah, safe. I uh, I really like Scream, um, but I haven't seen it in years. So classic. But Halloween, Halloween is something I kind of watch every Halloween. So this year it'll be the uh, 25th anniversary of Scream. Oh wow! That, and I that, think uh, I think Drew Barrymore was supposed to play the main character's role actually at first. Oh really? And then they swapped. Yeah, that's cool. They they uh, filmed Scream Four like you in the next town over from me uh, growing up. Really? I, mean, I, I I don't think I was living there at the time, but I was living in Michigan. But mm-hmm. yeah, they filmed it in Plymouth, Michigan, and I grew up in Livonia, which is the next town over. The one with Emma Roberts. Yes, I yeah. believe so. Yeah, I don't know like, if I saw it actually. Was that the one from like 2011? Yeah, that would be okay. checked out. Yeah. Perfect. What is the first concert you're getting tickets to, or have already gotten for this year? Uh, well, I haven't gotten any. Um, <laughs> I was I was just thinking about it yesterday. I was like, I'd be stoked to see Bleachers. I know they just announced a tour. Oh, um, yeah. uh, I don't know. I, like, I'll kind of wait and see what happens. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm in a weird spot where I'm like, I'm like excited for it, but I'm like also like kind of like, anx- like have anxiety. Yeah, little, yeah. I have anxiety about COVID ending because I'm so used to the world like now. Like, I'm like, yeah. was I was able to take a break from like the grind of everything. So <laughs> yeah. Um, it's definitely gonna be but, weird being around people that much, especially like now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't have. You know, that's the only thing I saw that I was like, oh, like I'd like to go to that as a fan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I mean, other things I'll probably just go as like friends are playing, and like I'll be a you know if, if I happen <laughs> to be a fan too. Yeah. Like it's cool. But I actually just yeah. got my my first ticket right before we did this today. Uh, I mean, it's kind of embarrassing because it's super pop punk, but. It's uh, all time low. The story so far, the main. Oh, for that that summer thing. Sad summer, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's cool. That's cool. Don't be embarrassed. Like what you like. Yeah, don't hate on me. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, you know, I have nothing. I have nothing but good things to say about all time low dudes and story so far dudes. So absolutely. So we toured with both those bands. Actually, I don't know if we ever toured with story so far, but they were always like around. Yeah, they were always like when they were first starting would open up our. um our california, california shows and then we'd mm-hmm. like you know they cross paths you know we'd always go hang out and see them and stuff i love what they did with that no pressure ep did you listen to that oh yeah 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 our, super my good. friend pat's in that from uh yeah. late years yeah 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 i uh I, I guess i'll put this out there too i'm i uh i i uh texted pat and i was i was like when shows happen i'm playing bass right <laughs> oh that'd be and, sick and, and he said yeah so I mean, Honestly. I don't think that's actually the truth. For light years? No, for for no pressure. No oh, pressure. that's hilarious. <laughs> just join. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like just putting myself in there. Dude, that's awesome. I think I think that EP is that EP is sick, I think. Um, that was that was my favorite that, release of last year. Yeah, I I just like for not like for not too much in that genre really doing much for me anymore. I was just really stoked on that. Like I thought mm-hmm. it was done well. Um so uh not that you know that anything wrong with that genre It's just like not yeah. my been my thing. No, it was cool. It was like fast paced. I like yeah. the fast paced energy. Yeah, it was just kind of 
a lot of influence of stuff you know that i grew up on and stuff and i you know mm-hmm. and i like pat a lot um mm-hmm. and parker parker's cool too mm-hmm. i you know i don't know him as well as i know pat but yeah um but yeah beavis or butthead Ooh. uh <laughs> well i'm gonna you know they're both great uh i'm gonna have to go with butthead because his oh. name is butthead and i'm a big right. fan of butts so <laughs> uh, i can i can do a perfect butthead dude you can do for yeah it I'd, takes some time that i can do that shows great i like what's that you cut oh out. So, no no sorry i wasn't saying anything oh no i just i just loved that show growing up like mm-hmm. and just like watching all the shitty music videos that they would make fun of on it dude it's hilarious hilarious. and they're actually coming back mike judge is coming back with it again um really they announced it like during covid i think but i'm not sure where they are with it that's cool yeah where it will air still hopefully mtv but um yeah that last one they did i can't remember if that was mtv or not but that was not very good the one that they rebooted in like 2011 or something no, I don't know if I remember that. Yeah, it was rough. I remember that sounds familiar, like it happening. Yeah, no, it happened. Okay. Uh, next question is Tom DeLonge or Matt Skiba? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it, there's so much to unpack there. Uh, there, there is. I mean, Alkaline Trio is like, uh, oh, so good. One of my uh, um favorite bands of all time yeah so I, I guess the question is in regards to who should be in blank who should oh, be in okay. blank i mean i i mean i i think you know we all know who it is <laughs> yeah i think i think tom, tom is, we all know. yeah yeah it's tom for, as far as as far as blink goes yeah i mean yeah i know i like matt skiba though oh, uh, absolutely yeah, he's not bad he's not a bad replacement no yeah i think i mean it's cool for him i'm i mean i'm glad that for the sake of that, that band that they were able to yeah. keep doing it you know mm-hmm. um and yeah i thought that was a cool replacement you know mm-hmm. i thought it was funny all the hate he got for from the <laughs> internet he probably yeah, thought but, it was funny too but yeah but um yeah uh, like but like i said i, I like matt skiva but yeah i mean that, that band is uh you know tom mark and scott so yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> i guess travis yeah now both of them it's actually funny. I ran into Matt Skiba like a couple of years ago here. I was walking mm-hmm. out of like a pizza place or maybe he was, I don't know. I was walking out of a place. I think he was carrying yeah. pizza and he was with some girl and they <laughs> took off in his nice car. And I was like, nice. I, I met him. I met him. I've met him a couple of times and he was, it was, it was always an awesome experience. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I was with, I was having a drink because newfound, uh, newfound in, Elk and Trio were on tour together, and I went and hung out with Newfound, and I was hanging out with their Jordan, their mm-hmm. singer. Yeah, and we were just having a drink, and uh, Matt Skiba was in the bar too, and like Jordan was like, "Oh, this is my friend Kyle," and uh, and then Matt was like, "You guys seem like really good friends," and I was like, "Yeah, we are," and like and Jordan's like, "Yeah, we toured together a bunch," and uh, and then uh, Matt w- was like, "Oh, what band?" and Jordan's like like they were called fireworks uh and matt, matt was like oh i've been wanting to meet you guys and i was like what, what? he's like did you get your name from uh this kenneth anger film and i was like i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> and and he's like i was like it's just a name and he, he he's like well let me school you kenneth anger is this like you know 
homoerotic filmmaker from the 40s and he was like a big influence on martin scorsese and then he gave me this whole thing and I was like, <laughs> what is whole rundown <laughs> yeah and he's like he had this film called fireworks uh that was like the you know this homoerotic film with these sailors and like like <laughs> in fireworks and stuff like that and i was like and it fits you guys perfectly i was like all right and i was like that's cool you were and like we yeah, actually used, <laughs> we, we used footage of that film for a uh a teaser for oh come in life oh my god <laughs> uh, oh and so i that, remember that the black and white thing yeah so that yeah. was like that was uh, because, uh, because skifo was like like i want uh, you know i wanted to ask you guys i was like that's a weird okay. thing to <laughs> a weird reference to yeah think of it i was like that was a cool experience here's one that might piss some of your friends off oh best pizza in detroit so i mean I, I feel it has to be like a detroit style pizza question yes exactly so like uh, what is it like the squares squares yeah deep squares. Like what's those. the best place uh my favorite place is called place called nikki's it's uh right by st andrews hall so after shows we'd always go there um yeah uh i, I mean buddies is like the classic place you know yeah. chain uh and then jets is like the like the franchise type place that mm-hmm. was like super popular so i don't know my my favorite place is nikki's but nikki's uh, okay uh yeah, it's all it's all good um does it bother you that most of the country doesn't have good pizza like la uh, oh my yeah, god well especially la like i've i haven't had <laughs> good pizza out here like i, I had say- one i had one recently called i think it was bootleg pizza okay now that's um, super expensive though it's like 24 dollars for like your personal okay pizza. yeah there's um like well now it's it's a little more difficult. I can't judge pizza honestly because I'm looking for vegan pizzas, which yeah, doesn't yeah, doesn't fair. hold up. Um, that's for sure. Uh, but like I I have f- found like one place that makes like a good pizza, a vegan pie. Uh, this Pitfire Pizza. It's like a chain. Oh yeah, I've heard of them. Yep. Uh, it's it's a pretty cool spot. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, to answer your question, yeah, it's 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 actually kind of crazy like that. Like very few places could can do pizza, and it like. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me because it's like so simple, but like it's such an easy, it's yeah. Just but a cool ingredients. If it's yeah. good out here, it's it's either uh you know like yeah. like the wood fired stuff or it's mm-hmm. like bougie or it's just Little Caesars. Hundred thousand dollars, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like I was talking about this other night. Like, I mean, I'm from Detroit, so Little Caesars is everywhere, and that's like a big part of our city. But exactly, uh, <laughs> it's so cheap, and I wouldn't Nothing like it. If it I wouldn't like pie. it if it wasn't cheap. But I kind of exactly. like Little Caesars. Yeah, yeah I'm the same way. Dude, Little um, Caesars is actually way better than Domino's, I would say. And like, oh, I agree. I Pizza agree. Hut. Also, also well, another Michigan. The Huck got ran out of Buffalo, so. Oh yeah, yeah. they did. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah we they all closed. Mm-hmm. Oh damn. Wait, um, actually, while we're on the subject, do you have any Buffalo pizza that you love? That you can remember or no? No, I mean, what's did what's? I ever take you for pizza? I mean, I feel I feel I've gotten pizza in Buffalo, but right. best place to get it. What what are what are the spots? Well, uh, Lenovo, Bocce's. I like Franco's. Picasso's is good. Picasso's. Um, nothing's ringing a bell, but I'm. Sh- Blaisdell pizza. I have a. Rem- I I feel like I have a memory of getting like a fancy pizza after yeah. shows sure. or something. Mm-hmm. Or you ever ever go to Duff's for wings? Yeah. 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 That seems like this is familiar. Why do you call it Buffalo wings? Why do you call it what? Everybody call it Buffalo wings. Yeah, it's chicken wings. Damn it. 
It's chicken. It's just just a chicken wing. Like how hard? That's is that? what you, so <laughs> buffalo in Buffalo you don't call buffalo wings. It's just oh, a that's a, it's a will, piece of chicken. You will get shot <laughs> if you, if you call it if you call it buffalo wings. You'll sound oh, like yeah. a tourist. You'll sound like a tourist. Yeah, pretty much. Well, well, every time I've been in Buffalo, I have not lived there. So yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. Uh, I've been a tourist. It's just a piece of chicken, dude. Just call it chicken. <laughs> I mean, I I feel I typically call chicken chicken wings. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah uh, you know, I'm, I'm not even a huge fan of buffalo sauce. Yeah, I'm not either. Honestly, I mean, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it medium Same. or something, but I like barbecue. That's my favorite. Dude, the barbecue. Yeah, I've been eating barbecue, barbecue or ranch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't. Yeah, that's another thing. That's ranch. another thing. If you say ranch, no, no. if you say ranch and buffalo, you're gonna get shot. Why? <laughs> what, what's it called? There? Blue cheese. Oh, I love I love blue cheese. But they're not the same. They thing. don't serve it everywhere. I know they only serve it in Buffalo with your wings. Dude, people freak yeah. out in Buffalo if you even say the word ranch. It's so funny. Really? Oh yeah. I took, sun, I took sundress to Duff's one time, and they like refused to eat the blue cheese, and they made me. I like made the waiter bring out both blue cheese and ranch, and they wouldn't touch the blue cheese. Oh damn! <laughs> Assholes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've been there. That sounds super familiar. Yeah. I'm, it's no, it was Anchor Bar where... actually. It wasn't it wasn't Duff's? It was Anchor Bar, but. Uh, oh. This question I didn't write, but who lived at 2923 Monroe Street? Um, that was uh, Tim. Okay. Um, I'm. I think Dave lived there for a moment too. Sure. Uh, and our friend, our friend Justin lived there. Um, mm-hmm. He who he filled in for us a couple times on guitar, and he's he's still like, is in the touring world. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but we would practice there, so that's where sure. so that's where we. That's play. basically like. Like we kind of started the band at like my parents' house, but that's like kind of when fireworks was like a band. We just like uh, we throw basement shows there, and the mm-hmm. um the first time the Wonder Years played Detroit was actually in that basement. No, um, because there are we had a show in, in like the suburbs that well that was in the suburbs that was in Dearborn, mm-hmm. but we had a show in like a place called Canton that was like at an internet cafe. Yeah, and not not the MySpace cafe. <laughs> not the, uh, lots of internet and, cafes back and, in the day. That's your it, favorite yeah. venue. And it got sh- it got any of them. it got shut down, and so we just like moved the show to our basement. Um, sure. And it, it was awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, I almost moved in there. It was like kind of a revolving door. I don't. Th- I almost moved in there, but I never lived there. Um, but our, it was a, it was a house that our our friend Neil bought, and then he immediately moved to california and just like rented it to it, us yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah favorite place to get food in, in la um i you know i don't i don't i need some spots because uh you know i i moved here and i was like yeah you kind of grinding it out trying to get my bearings and then like COVID happened so i like and then i've been going yeah, for a while but i know a lot of uh, solid vegan spots that i can let you know of. yeah uh lately i've been going to the butcher's daughter in in venice a bunch nice, yeah um and uh and um yeah i i, I don't know i uh it's uh, that pit fire pizza place i've been going to yeah. a bunch is just friends have gone there um crossroads kitchen Cr- cross that's i've been one. there before but not since i've lived here yeah um travis barker goes there all the time oh yeah <laughs> well now it's then, now you gotta go 
now, yeah, now if you know, since being pop punk royalty, I need to be there. So yeah, exactly. And then uh, there's a place called Monty's Good Burger, which is like burgers and shakes. Yeah, and I've I've uh, uh, had that. Yeah. Uh, Were they good? Yeah. It's it's good. Yeah. Um, I didn't go to that. It's one. um, I I've had it in LA for times. The first time I had it was in Riverside, which I think might be the first one. Um, mm-hmm. but my uh, my cousin, she's a she's an artist based out of Atlanta, and uh, but she was doing some collaboration, and she flew out here when I when I first moved here, and we went to out Riverside. She was collaborating with a like a place that prints art on wood. Yeah. And the owners happened to also own Monty's in Riverside, so they took us out there. And oh, that's cool. It was delicious. Delicioso. Yeah. Have you ever had a nosebleed on stage? <laughs> Brett has. Wow. Anybody um, had? Uh, Brett would always have issues with nosebleeds. Um, I don't think I have. Dude, I've never had a nosebleed in my entire life. Not one. Really? I, I used to have a problem with it, like, as a kid. Like, I'd wake up in my pillow would be all bloody really yeah uh, i don't know why what caused it but it would happen a bunch but it stopped because you got older that sounds awful yes yeah, yes yeah, i think it just you stopped with age. Pillow all the time yeah i think it got better with age i don't know if it like if there was a cause or anything mm-hmm. like that this one's for adam and the next one on the list yeah. i was gonna go off the cuff again oh you're going off the cuff all right favorite yeah, food. i'm look. i was going through the alternate questions okay. no worries what's your favorite when was the ever? last time butterflies fluttered in your stomach <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question oh man fuck uh i don't i don't know like i mean this interview I guess, yeah this interview i'm I, i'm fluttering right now uh <laughs> uh all right yeah i, I it might have been like a it was probably like like maybe like a stage fright thing, which I don't get a lot. Yeah. Sure. But uh, maybe just like in a certain mood before I go on stage, like mm-hmm. you know when I was like performing like yeah. comedy or something like that. Maybe, um, or or I mean, other than like my st- like hitting a ro- like a bump in the road and my stomach dropping from that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah. Do you have an all-time favorite food? No, I like I. Uh, I try to think about that a lot. Like everyone's like, "What's your favorite food?" And I'm like, "I don't. I what like are you food." In the mood for today? Yeah, it's kind of what I'm in, in the mood for. Yeah, yeah. I don't have an okay. all-time favorite. Like, I'm my uh, my my grandma was from Hungary, and my my mom makes these like sp- like spatial noodles that are like so delicious. Mm-hmm. And so that's like I guess a go-to. Like, but I don't know if I have like just one type of favorite food. Like. Best Wonder Years song. Why does he keep coming back to them? I don't know. I just I wrote it. I, uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, like I mean. I don't all right, know all, right, all right. What's your favorite this time next year song? Let's just change the band. This time next year song. Fuck. Uh, oh. The third oh, song man. off their first EP. Okay. <laughs> Sweetest air was it called? Oh, sweetest Sweetest air. Air. That's a good one. You're right. Yeah, mine would be uh, no broken or no better broken glass. I love that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's you know with with peers, it's like kind of like it's awkward, but that's why we got to ask it because it's just funny. (laughs) I mean, gotta give you butterflies. I I don't know. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I like 
the Wonder Years, like they're yeah, I, I like them as a band, and I like especially I, f- I feel they progressed really nicely. Um, yeah. I don't know if I you don't put them um, out every day, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally fine. When was the last time you got hit in the nuts? <laughs> these questions man uh these are alternate questions that color i came up with the the last time (laughs) the last time i i remember is um in uh in soundwave in australia uh, we uh like on the you know i was saying earlier we do side shows with like Mm -hmm kind of like-minded bands and like we kind of travel together and stay in the yeah. same hotels together and stuff like that because there's so many bands and there's different sure. levels of you know things um but uh like uh so our, the first year we did our package was us i'm the avalanche and oh, four you're strong sure um and then the <laughs> other the, the other group that we were touring with was circus survive saves today and thursday Oof. and uh so they'd always pair us together so we got friendly and like we just like always like they actually they they at the end of the tour they take us out to like they take every band out to like a dinner and they rent a bunch of restaurants out throughout the city mm-hmm. and you know ba- like-minded bands get you know paired together but our bus driver took us to the wrong restaurant and they oh. we ended up eating with like Hell yeah, and Limp Biscuit and Lamb of God and like <laughs> Steel Panther. It was like the best hell yeah, it was hell ever. Yeah. And and we were just like all all going nuts and like just <laughs> like like super like energized or whatever. And I remember like we were just all outside of the restaurant. We were just all hanging out in like either the restaurant or the hotel, and we like made it we put our hands up and we made it like a tunnel for on the sidewalk and we're making people walk on the sidewalk go through all of us as a, like <laughs> as a tunnel and then jeff from thursday just came down the line just like hit like no, exactly hit our nuts from behind like all of us oh and that's no. the last time i remember getting the uh, hit in the nuts <laughs> um uh yeah other than that it's probably just been accidental or something sure dumb i don't that not memorable <laughs> Dude, I saw Thursday open that MCR reunion show. That oh, yeah. Crazy. That was pretty wild out here. Yeah. I've seen Jeff by himself, but, you know, I never th- seen Thursday. I He's mean, nice. I saw them a, I saw them a bunch, like, um, back in the day. Like, yeah. uh, Great energy. Yeah. Um, and then this, at the time, this Australia tour was their last tour. So, like, until they reunited, I, that, that was their <laughs> so last show. So, a big show. deal for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were, I, you know, I saw them play for very few people in detroit like mm-hmm. there's one show is the hottest show i ever went to is um boy sets fire headlined um and then thursday was direct support and that was the first time i heard thursday this was mm-hmm. 2001 i think and wow. uh the movie life uh was 204 and then this band called rise against was the opening band <laughs> wow dude the movie life is so sick that's adam's favorite I yeah, do like I mean, them. Yeah, I love the movie. They're, they're yeah. awesome. Vin, everything Vinny does is great. Yeah, I'm a big Vinny fan. Mm-hmm. Favorite band of all time? Um, it's it's hard to say. I'm like I think Rancid overall is my favorite band of all time. Yeah. Um, uh, there's there's some other ones. There's you know, Green uh, Day. But but, but Green Day Green Day is my go-to. Like, what's your favorite band? Green Day. But I don't really. 
-hmm. like i love green day but i don't really resonate with anything they've done in the last like 20 years yeah um which not to say is bad or anything like that but um, well that last one was pretty bad I, I never I never really listened to it but like even like when American Idiot came out like I I liked it but like it was never it was yeah. it wasn't it was what yeah, I, it was no influential for yeah. us yeah exactly our generation great. we were in middle school when that one came out so. yeah because you know so yeah. that was their big like comeback album but like I mean up till then like all their albums like had been a great progression for me and then that one came out and it was like kind of like different mm-hmm. um but uh it did it just didn't like yeah. you know do it from it didn't do what you know the mm-hmm. previous green they had which i don't know if if they could even you know what i mean like it's just yeah. like i already had it in culture me. and everything else around yeah. them changed. but you know I, I i support it but yeah i, I still go to, they're like still like my favorite band like they're the most like um like played through mythic band for me like mystical yeah. band for me like uh, like kind of just like I'm just like very interested in their story still. And like, yeah. like everything, you know, I, I pay attention to them, but yeah, but I think overall like rancid uh, is up there. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, probably. Yeah. Probably one of those two would be my favorite. I still love putting on Kerplunk every once in a while and Nimrod. Kerplunk's great. We uh, we toured uh one tour we did two thousand light years away every night. No oh, way. Sure. When was yeah. that? And, uh, what's that? What what year was that? Uh two thousand seven, I think. Wow. That's and so no cool. one cared. No one cared. <laughs> they would yeah. care now, I'm sure. <laughs> Hopefully. I don't know. It was it was fun to do. It was yeah. a fun American, to play. American Idiot was the the first album that I had ever the, first group of songs that i ever listened to that weren't like my parents music you know oh yeah like, sure yeah it was huge for me uh yeah up. No, that, that that's that's a big moment like, when that, you, like, like every you, single you get like, your own music kind of the songs were on the radio it was huge you know yeah no yeah i mean the, the the thing is uh they had uh like you know they blew up in 94 and they were the, <laughs> yeah. the biggest thing ever and then they kind of like petered out petered out a little bit and then like that album came out and they just became bigger than ever and yeah. like kind of just cemented yeah. them in that world um but yeah i i saw them on the american idiot tour and it was <laughs> awesome uh and I, i've seen them before i saw them before that too mm-hmm. saw them like in when uh warning came out and mm-hmm. right before the uh american idiot tour i went to see it in buffalo of course and what was that 2005 mm-hmm. yeah i uh choked on an ice cube at a restaurant <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you survived. So you did yeah. this podcast. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. When was the last time that you threw an object at someone? <laughs> <laughs> it would be today, but we're on Zoom. Yeah, yeah I can't throw, I, if I'll just break my computer. Uh, <laughs> what's the last object I uh, I threw? Um, Adam's got good questions. Yeah, uh, I don't. <laughs> I don't remember the last time. Ask, like, ask you the difficult ones. I threw it someone. <laughs> uh, Love it. I, I remember, like, I think Tim and I threw, bo- like, this is so dumb. I don't know <laughs> what we were trying to accomplish, but we threw, like, like water bottles at Broken Side on a warp tour, like, in, like, <laughs> oh, night or something like that. <laughs> oh, man, that's amazing. Um, But... It, 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 it didn't hit it didn't if we just failed like I, yeah. I don't know i'm not i'm not big at i'm not a big violent person you know no 
mm-hmm. have my mo- have my moments of rage here and there. Do um, you get do you get crunk with uh, broken side? Yeah, now I do. They're like, that, they're like, that was sick. I love when people throw yeah. stuff out. That's awesome. Yeah. Do that one. There's a video of them playing that Bree Bree song or whatever on the yeah. AOL sessions. And that is yeah. probably one of the funniest videos I've ever watched. Yeah, we. I, I think we just thought it was super lame. So we thought it'd be funny yeah. to throw. Yeah. And it was fun. Yeah. It, it was pretty funny. Wait, you, said that, you said that was Warp Tour? Yeah, in like 2008 or something like that. So you haven't thrown a single thing at someone since? So they didn't I like probably bring... have. I probably Not have. Even like on a tour bus or something, like Yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't have a specific memory of me throwing objects. Uh okay. it would have been better if they let you bring arrows into the show, but of course Warp Tour wouldn't let that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you could shoot arrows on stage out of like um like those firework <laughs> machine things? <laughs> I mean, like a, a t-shirt gun yeah like I'm, I'm sure it's possible like in front of you and just like shoot them all up in the middle of the song i'm sure it's possible i would we do it i don't like i, I don't, don't, think, I don't think any good i don't think anything good would come out of it well, um when i went to see rush in uh like they played at the sabers arena and they had like okay. indoor pyrotech they had full fireworks inside <laughs> <laughs> i just thought that was like i was like surprised they could even get away with it yeah, I mean it's it's there's been some problems with uh pyro yeah. bands. But I don't think like arrows aren't like explosive or on fire. Just shoot some arrows into the ceiling or something. Didn't <laughs> yeah, you and your dad get like a sweet picture with Rush there? Yeah, we did. We met we met um Daddy Lee and Alex. Yeah. Nice. And, uh, Neil didn't come out, but we got we met them. It was cool. We got a picture. Oh, yeah. That is cool. Yeah. Uh, most embarrassing moment. Most embarrassing moment. This interview, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? All this time, all this stuff is gonna be taken out of context. <laughs> Cancel. Yeah, we're just gonna. Uh, we're all gonna every single one of them. They put them on Twitter later. Uh, <laughs> Even if all of us get canceled, we could still be friends. Okay. Yeah, we'll have our own club. We'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah. And we'll be like, you can't say anything anymore. We're we'll cool start a club. podcast about what we can't say anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um. It sounds like something barstool sports would do. You know, that's actually exactly. true. Like even people that get canceled, you can never cancel somebody and say they can't do a podcast. Like they could still do a podcast. I mean, yeah, they can do whatever they want. It's whether people will yeah, care no work with them. them. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, <laughs> a lot of them tend to like just be like, okay, well, I'll go right wing where they don't yeah, care but about most of those the are evil like... shit that I've done. Yeah. Most of them, I don't, I mean, I've, I've definitely had a lot of embarrassing moments, but on the spot, I can't think of. Besides falling on the stage, that was that was pretty embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Have you had an embarrassing first date? Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> did it go horribly wrong? <laughs> uh, I'm sure I have. Like you mm-hmm. know, uh, I, I, I'm trying to think of a good date story i went on a first date like a couple days ago and uh like it lasted like 45 minutes and then she's like i gotta go and i was like what okay really where'd you meet her just bumble but (laughs) but i like like it was it was weird because like i wasn't into her and i was like the whole time i was like how do I get out of this? And, and then she got out of it for you. And, and then she got out of it. And I was like, why don't you like me? <laughs> where where was this? Like a what restaurant or something? Yeah, it was just like a bar, like a yeah. rooftop bar here. Uh, what did I do to deserve this? That's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, nothing. I don't think anything embarrassing happened. I'm not sure. embarrassed about it. 
you should have just told her you were in a band. Started. Yeah, yeah. Um, Be like, I slap on the bass. I slap. <laughs> Respect me. I'm in my 30s. You like that, right? You're trying to raise your yeah. kids, and I'm, I'm going to be a good stepdad. Um, uh, That's awesome. I'm yeah, a, uh, a member of society. I, 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 my, like, my first day with my ex girlfriend. I think I like, like, immediately, like, we got pizza, um, and uh, I like immediately just knocked the pizza over. Spilled it right away. So that was that was pretty embarrassing. Um, uh, yeah, I'm sure I've had like way more embarrassing stuff mm-hmm. that I'll have to do a follow up episode. I'll like write, you know, you know scour my brain for these embarrassing stories but i'm i'm usually pretty embarrassed about a lot of stuff that i do so <laughs> yeah you're you're pretty cool okay thank you <laughs> what's your uh, favorite comedian uh right now I've, i want to say it's michael shea uh oh cool michael Che. i said that with a sh instead of ch but uh chinese guy right i think i've seen one of his specials no no the he's on uh snl uh on weekend update Oh, he's the current guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I next to Colin Joe's. Um, uh, and he just had a special come out or a, a sketch show come out on HBO Max. I just think he's like, like his perspective is super cool, and he's I just like like his vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot you know that I like. I mean, that's he's he he's a big mainstream comedian right now, but um, there's a whole bunch. Like, I mean, I mean, Tim Robinson is like, you know, from. I don't know if you've seen it. I think you should leave. Have you seen that on Netflix? I heard that's really good. Oh, it's it's the best. And he, he's a Detroit guy. He came from the theater that I'm a part of. And mm-hmm. he's also like, I've never met him, but he has like a bunch of like, um, been in a bunch of bands with people that I know and stuff like that, or, or yeah. been around the mm-hmm. scene and stuff like that. And yeah, I think he's like the funniest. He's the funniest person I've ever seen improvise. And that sketch show is like the funniest sketch show I've ever seen. And mm-hmm. I definitely recommend it. So he's he's probably my favorite comedian. I'm always amazed by right people. That's like that's total raw talent to be able to do that. Just improv in general. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. Yeah. Uh, there's yeah, when it when it works, it it's amazing. <laughs> and when it doesn't, it's still kind of funny. It's, yeah, if if you're if you're there for it, if yeah. you're like, you know, if if you're if you if you don't have any respect for the genre and you and it's yeah. not good it falls flat but yeah exactly <laughs> your favorite car my favorite car yeah, yeah. i don't know detroit muscle you know yeah you know i've never been like, you know much, something about cars i've never been much of a car guy i had a i had a poster of a dodge viper on my wall yeah. growing up <laughs> just because you know yeah, i thought it was a cool it was a cool looking car it was a cool looking car um yeah, yeah other I, you know I guess that will be my answer because <laughs> I don't have. That's fair. That's a good answer. I, I'm okay. uh, a ninety-five I got... Dodge Viper. Yeah, Hell yeah. Uh, I had a boss with a Dodge Viper once. Uh, also, there's a um, there's this um, the Henry Ford Museum in uh, yeah. mm-hmm. in uh, Dearborn, Michigan. Michigan. It's like one of the coolest museums yeah, ever. It has every different model ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has all the cars. Um, and it has a pristine uh, nineteen eighty-nine uh plymouth voyager like the minivan and it's so cool to see that car in like brand new condition yeah because you're used to seeing them all drive around in the rust buckets yeah yeah exactly my dad's been there don't they have the uh andrew link or 
Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, sort of? the chair that he was shot in, which That's is crazy. wild. And it still has like, blood on it. Yeah. 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 Actually, I heard that that was grease from his hair, actually. What? <laughs> oh, that sucks. I was going to go check it out. <laughs> I mean, you should check it out. That's, that's, I mean, that's just a rumor I've heard, so I don't know. But yeah, it, there was definitely stains on the chair. That's and it was gross. the chair that he was shot in in the, in the theater. Um, Which is kind of weird. And they have yeah. the, the Rosa Parks bus? It has the Rosa Parks bus. It has, um, it has so a, cool. a, one of George Washington's uh, cots from the war. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, it, it has a whole bunch of stuff. It has this whole MTV section, like the 80s, like you know music t- music television era yeah it, it's just a really cool place i um, check it out yeah um i got a really professional question on the end here uh are you a mountain mover or a lazy loser <laughs> <laughs> uh i you know i dabble between the two but uh, i would have to say mountain mover is oh, yeah. uh it's the way to go uh yeah is uh is where i my forte mm. i hope is <laughs> Adam, do you got any more fun ones? I have one, one more. Um, okay, perfect. Yeah, ask away. What is your favorite monster drink? <laughs> well, he probably doesn't <laughs> like it because the fizz, right? <laughs> my, my favorite monster drink is the the um is the warp tour water, the monster. Oh, water. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair, dude. I always I always got so stoked on that you, too. Well, it's so it's it's kind of genius, but it's also so stupid if you think about it. Like that, like it's a great marketing for like all these like kids nice. seeing their favorite bands just like chugging, chugging monsters <laughs> and pouring it, pouring it on their head and like it's just yeah. water <laughs> but it's like actually just water uh dude i got so excited i thought like i hit the lottery when i was like overheated and i found one of those <laughs> dude it, like it has this like the canned taste to the water it just like oh, it, sure, it's yeah. something kind of special I, I don't know i loved I it i love it i love it yeah dude. but do you I don't like, drink Monster otherwise. No, yeah. <laughs> Do you like that new expensive bougie water that's called uh, Liquid Death? Uh, I haven't had it. I want to. I want to check it out. Um, just because. Uh, like. Um, I think it's Chris from Anti Flag and Brendan from the Lawrence Arms and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I forget a name from the Bomb Pops. Uh, and I think that someone else from the Bomb Pops too. They did a band for yeah. Liquid Death, and like <laughs> all the lyrics are about the are, hysterical. Are, no, all the lyrics are negative reviews that Liquid Death has got. Oh, that's no even way. better. That's amazing. And it's like super funny because like people think it's like an alcohol drink or an energy drink and they're super right. disappointed when it's water. water. And so they leave these like like poor like reviews talking shit so all like Liquid Death paid for this album to be made that's just the lyrics are all Where can I see that? Like, I'm I'm so curious. It's on Spotify. Okay. Which is called uh, Liquid Death. It's like Liquid yeah, Death. I think it's called, I think it's called Liquid Death. Or, you know, if you search that, I think it will come up. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's funny. That's that sounds amazing. Yeah. So so uh, for that marketing tactic, I want to try it. It's cool. It's All just right. like sixteen dollars for like ten cans. Oh, cool. So cool. I mean, I guess it's not like bad if you're just trying it, but I don't know if I could afford that. Yeah, I mean that's that's <laughs> a lot. I, you know. Yeah, I just got a purifier. I have. I have a- <laughs> Yeah, I have I have tap water that I can purify. Although you probably guys you you can relate that like because you probably have pretty good water in Buffalo. Oh yeah, uh, I think um, it's done where you are, but yeah. And uh, yeah, in Detroit we have great water because yeah, the Great I, Lakes are all around us. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know Flint not so much. Um, yeah, but um, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. But uh, here it's, it's it, you can taste the difference that 
Uh, so a, a Brita filter is definitely mm-hmm. a, been my friend here. Well, yeah, it filters all the heart medications and everything else that people flushed on their toilet. Sure. Oh, there you yeah. go. There's also not the a minuscule water amount. Here. Yeah. What are you most proud of? That's a good question. Uh, I guess I guess just like kind of, you know, the band in general is a huge sense of pride for me. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, taking songs we wrote in my parents' basement in Livonia, Michigan to like Japan, Tokyo and, yeah. you know, filling out a room there or Australia and having people sing along or even in Russia. We played a show in Russia and people knew, like didn't speak English, but knew the lyrics to our songs. So mm-hmm. I think that's a big sense of pride for me. And just like, you know, doing it with my best friends kind of mm-hmm. from, from the, you know, ground up it was super cool. Is there anything you would like to plug um i wish i had more but it's been kind of a year of uh of chilling exactly <laughs> um soon i mean will be. <laughs> you can go to the gauge and uh check out that web series that i did we have eight episodes um uh you know stay tuned for any kind of fire stuff but also like all our albums i i was in a i was in a band called loose P- loose planes uh um which I'm I'm pretty proud of, uh, and so that was a lot of fun for me. That's all stuff is on streaming. Um, mm-hmm. Then I do this like I don't you know the world's opening up, so I don't know how long you know live streaming is going to be a thing. But I do this live stream show called Boxing with Friends every yeah every other Monday. Um, so um, you can check that out. I, I've um, seen a couple of those; they're pretty good. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, now now here's here's a you know a fear of mine with asking this question of me looking like a jerk but have we met in person me yeah or either i definitely uh, met you we, at the philly we met shows. You at shows but that's oh, oh okay i know because i, met I, you at I the philly. Yeah. i knew we were friends on the internet and i was like oh we have mutual friends like we must have know each other and i was like i don't actually know but you know he seems like he's into a bunch of stuff that i'm into like acting and oh dude and music and stuff like that, so yeah no i've i mean i've we've been following you guys since like almost the beginning um, well then i'm not a, a complete asshole for no you're <laughs> totally because that yeah. will happen a lot where like you know i'll meet someone and i'll they'll remember Forget. me but i'll remember them I'll, and i'll <laughs> feel like i'll i'll feel like such a, a well, dick but like i also like i'll play i'll like i'll pretend like i do know yeah. them which makes it kind of worse so well, you're you're certainly not going to forget us now the, the no amount of people that know you versus you know yeah when, how many you meet a day and all that sure i never would take offense to that. but i'm also bad with that stuff and like yeah, like, yeah, like Chris would always call me out. Like, he'd be talking to someone and be like, "You remember him?" And I'd be like, "Yeah." And then yeah, he, no, he knew sure. that I didn't, and I was like, sure. "Fuck." No, I know I met you for sure at the. I think it was the Philly shows, and you were okay, cool. cool. And it was just like yeah. a quick yeah. exchange we had, like at the merch or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I always yeah. enjoyed talking think, to people at shows. At, I was like, uh, that was my. What's that? We talked at the Dublin Underground too, I think, a little bit. Yeah, Where's the Dublin Underground? Rochester. Rochester. The basement. Oh, okay. Park. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, that was and my favorite thing was just meeting people. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Just like all over the world. Um, but yeah. I, I know I got a picture Sometimes with uh, Dave. Figure. I got a picture with Dave at Dublin. Yeah. yeah. Nice. You remember that funny picture? <laughs> yes, I do. It's awesome. I took the picture. Dude, yeah. <laughs> nice. I look so, I look like a sweaty friggin' mess we, in that it picture. It was the sweatiest show I've been to in a long time. The sweatiest sure. show I think I've been to was actually Bless the Fall in Syracuse. Okay. That was disgusting. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah, we played we played some sweaty ones. 
Yeah. I like being moist. <laughs> yeah. Does the word moist bother you? Uh, <laughs> no, not as much as it bothers some other people. I know. It's, yeah. Um, There's I'm people big... who are bothered by a lot of words. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, I guess some of that makes sense, but like, like yeah, word. yeah. I'm not a big fan of like <laughs> race, like, racial slurs. No, yeah, anyway. sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course not. What if but I like wasn't? normal I was words? Like, I, like, I'm a fan of that. Yeah, you know, I hate the word moist, but I love you know yeah. racist stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand yeah. how people are still racist today. Like, I just feel like we should. Be oh so yeah, it's that. it's it's crazy. I mean, this this whole year has been insane. Like, on top of there being a pandemic, like yeah everything has happened like i don't know it's, it was scary here for a bit especially in hardening. la yeah oh man was, we had a bunch of riots here so. yeah i mean yeah between you know what i've been paying attention to most is la and then detroit mm-hmm. like it's you know mm-hmm. crazy crazy year that i hope like i hope never that happens again yeah i hope <laughs> it never happens again i hope we like you know, I, from I, I still we still have a long ways to go and i hopefully hope, we can climb out of it you know i hope we keep making um progress which is mm-hmm. yeah. seems like people don't want to make progress that yeah, absolutely so where can your fans find you uh at kyle o'neill on twitter and instagram uh bumble bumble <laughs> only fans <laughs> uh, i wish i wish that you know people wanted to we were actually gonna put fans. that in the questions uh, we were we were gonna ask pornhub free or pornhub premium <laughs> we thought Porn- that was a little inappropriate Pornhub, Pornhub. I thought that was inappropriate. Pornhub <laughs> Premium for you know at the beginning of remember when Pornhub Premium was free for people that would stay home from. Wait, was it? <laughs> yeah, oh, at the I beginning. At, yeah, Kyle at the beginning took full of, advantage of it. At the beginning of quarantine, you got Pornhub Premium for a month for just staying home. Uh, that was that was their, their big promotion. I don't know, like Valentine's Day. It's free. I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so Is it free on Valentine's Day? It's definitely week, yeah. free on Valentine's Day. I like it when they do Case April Fool's things, which is like you know they do like Dude, corn the Pornhub one was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Know. I heard some problematic stuff about <laughs> Pornhub though. Them not like certain not- videos they have, and they're like credit cards won't work with them now, so they have to take oh, wow. like crypto. Or oh, that's sketchy. Yeah, I know somebody that dropped a rap video on Pornhub, and it actually got him a lot of views. Apparently. Uh, King810 from Michigan, they released oh, okay. a video on Pornhub and so did Romstein. Romstein? Romstein? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Romstein. Romstein. Yeah. I don't know how to... There's so many different ways to say that, band. Yeah, but they, they released a... They, I think they were the first one to premiere a music video on Pornhub, which is like... I didn't know that they did amazing. it. Kind yeah. of genius. I was like, well, you should do it. Yeah. yeah. That's really funny. I didn't know they did that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, this was a lot of freaking fun. Yeah, uh, thank time. you so we, much for your we time. Spent some time in here. Yeah, this was awesome. We were hey, for like editing down or twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll edit yeah. down a little bit. We'll yeah. leave all those fun questions in though. Don't worry. Yeah, okay. of course, it's cool. gonna be pretty fun. I hope I didn't say anything too embarrassing. <laughs> oh yeah, you embarrassed me very badly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you've been incredible. Higher Lonely Power comes out soon. Kyle O'Neill, everybody. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll it see comes out eventually. Yeah. And we announced it. Yeah, I can't be guilty here. I mean, yeah, I, I can confidently say that it's not coming out in 2020. One, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, it's not coming out in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, but you've already committed to doing it, so that's all yeah. we need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we put we put it out in the ether, so yeah. just release it on my birthday. When's your birthday? March 30th of 2022. So, yeah, well, happy, happy belated. Oh, thanks. Yeah, when's your birthday? June 8th. All right, we're going to have to celebrate. 
it's gonna coming up. Yeah, we'll definitely All right, we'll go, we'll go see some comedy. Well, yeah, I'll okay, go, let's get do some it. fireworks off. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah I'm, d- I'm down to chill. I'm, I'm here. So absolutely. Well, keep yeah, in yeah. touch. We'll yeah. see each other around. I can't wait to see you do some improv. Yeah, I'm, I'm stoked to get out there. Hopefully, best of luck to you. And you're, you're, you know, you're acting right. Yeah, I auditioned full time. Yeah. Nice. Do a lot nice. of bullshit jobs on the pick, side. I might want to pick your brain about that sometime. Dude, anytime, literally. Inbox Are you trying you to get into the acting scene? Yeah, I mean, it kind of goes hand-in-hand with the improv stuff and sketch yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. You can be in uh, Paranormal Activity 25. Like, <laughs> yeah. 25 now. <laughs> I think it was, what was it, 7 now? Yeah, yeah I think you seven. said it was the 7th one. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's insane. I don't, you know. I it don't doesn't need to be there. <laughs> yeah. That's no, cool. if, you, if you ever want to start auditioning or something, I know a couple agents. So yeah, yeah, I'd, let me know. I definitely, I definitely would like, you know, to dabble in that world and kind of get represented. Um, no, because you're real funny, uh, dude. Like, I think you'd oh, be absolutely incredible on like a show or something, or just yeah. Kinda... I mean, I've you know I've acted, I did uh, stuff back in Detroit, and yeah, I kind of wanted to. No, do you here, definitely so. have a background, so yeah, yeah. Well, Sweet. next time you're uh, in Buffalo, we'll play some hockey. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. I I I got a lead on some hockey guys here, so I'm trying to yeah, I'm trying yeah. to play. I heard about... the, the Bay Area has a lot of hockey. Yeah, Bay Area for sure. Heard. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, my friend Chris, who plays an anti flag, uh, he's a big hockey guy. He's a really good player. Um, mm-hmm. and he has a he had this like whole network of uh, um, musicians that play hockey. Musicians <laughs> that played hockey and he so he'd get ice time in every city and like you know. Mm-hmm. He, He'd be like, I got, I'm playing in Detroit. Come hang out and, yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Hopefully, I'll get to play sometime soon. I play <laughs> the same people every week. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, next time I'm, I'll come to Buffalo and play. Yeah, I'll, we'll we'll play with some old Sabres players. I play with a couple of them. See, really? if I if I yeah. play, it's gonna have to be street hockey because I can't skate. He doesn't ice skate. I can't. And I'll have to use a cone, and it's embarrassing. <laughs> well, so. yeah. I guess um, I'm I'm a lazy loser. Yeah, well, we can we can play some street hockey. That's that's I kind of want to get into that. every time. Every now and then, I'll be like riding my bike or something. I'll see like uh, some people like having hockey sticks and ro- rollerblades like skating somewhere. I'm like, yeah, where are you going? Where are you going? And if you ever want to ride a bike, dude, I have like I have like one friend I ride a bike with literally because I don't know. Anybody yeah, what, out here. what part of the town are you in? I'm in Burbank. Oh, you're in Burbank. Yeah. So honestly, yeah. yeah, but I throw my yeah, I throw I'm my up bike. by Santa Monica. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I put my bike in my car all the time and I go real far to do like trails and stuff. But um, oh, awesome. Yeah, let me know. I'm yeah, down. I'm sure that'd be fun. Awesome. Well, thank cool. you so much well, again for, for doing this. this yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, yeah you're, you're posting it today? <sighs> Probably. Yeah, like I don't know. I might not have time to edit the whole thing before the vaccine, but I got like, oh, an sure. Hour. I mean, yeah, um, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I'll just, I like, I meant to post your, repost your thing that mm. you posted last time and then I, yeah. I was like, I'll do it in the morning, and then it it, it like. Oh no, definitely wait. Hour. It's better to wait and just do it like obviously. Yeah, yeah. So no. when, whenever it's out, let me know. I mean, yeah, for sure. Let me know. <laughs> it'll be it'll be today for sure. I'll just I'm yeah. gonna see okay. if I can get it before I go for the vaccine or not. But we'll see. Cool. It takes a bit to add like the the sound and stuff. Yeah. Well. Uh, but, good luck with the vaccine. Yeah. Thank you so much. I hope I don't yeah. die. I'm kind of scared. Yeah. You'll, you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be tracked. Colin's gonna, Hell Colin's yeah. gonna grow a third arm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, common life. Well, let me have the extra hand. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Yo, I got one quick question. Yeah, what's up? What is that? Uh, you have the Oh, common life sessions on Bandcamp, right? That I bought. Like, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. so many years ago, and they were like a donation to charity and all that. Yeah. Can we see those on Spotify? 
you know, I was thinking about recently that I want to they go together with the whole. It's like a, I love tying it into the whole. Yeah, album. I don't know why it's not on Spotify. I'll have to call Triple Crown about that. But okay. I, I've been meaning to do that. This has actually been on yeah. a list of things I want to do. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. hell yeah, and then you can, yeah, yeah. Everybody, can I, I'd like to, I'd like to get it up there. Mm-hmm. Not for sure. Yeah, those are some. Those were sweet. Songs. Yeah, that was fun. We recorded that with our friend Andy in Chicago, mm-hmm. who we met yeah. on our first tour. Yeah. Wait. So you leave for Chicago in a few days, right? Yeah. Well, enjoy your trip. That should be yeah. fun. Yeah. Have fun. Be safe. Get some vegan we'll... deep dish. Yeah, I'll try it. Yeah. I'm not sure if they even have that. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Though. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure they have something. Yeah. yeah. Go to the Chicago diner. That's my yeah. spot. Hell yeah. Well, All right. tell Dave we said hi. I will. <laughs> you right, should have it. him on. He's. I'd love he's to have him on. Do you no. think he would do a podcast? I don't. I don't know if he's done any. I'll ask him. I'll, he's got uh... a great voice. Oh, he's, he, I mean, he's so talented. He's yeah. uh, like I said, he's my favorite songwriter. He's like the, my funniest yeah. friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We'd love to and, have him. That'd be amazing. And like, like him and I just have had some <clears throat> crazy moments together over, you yeah. know, 20 year, 20 year friendship. Like, and I liked his other band he did after, you know, fireworks went on hiatus. What was it, like empty houses, empty houses. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Adam was good. in that too. And our friend yeah. Allie sang. super um, talented. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's I hope great. you have a great trip. Hey, thank you. Well, thanks yeah. so much again, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. nice to see you. Yeah, likewise. Right. Keep in I touch. Do. Yeah, you too. Take care, guys. Right. Take right. care. Bye.
your house 